0: F-A-N-S or 775 376 Hey, donkey dick. Keep this fucking energy
1: up. You look like a fucking machine today that just put WD-40 on, no gears grinding, just smooth as butter. For some of you soft-ass bitches in the back who've been complaining, I would like to apologize to absolutely nobody. The fucking champ does whatever the fuck he wants. You
2: goddamn right. Good morning, ass family, and welcome to another fun-filled edition of, that's right, you guessed it, the Arnie State Show. And not just any Arnie State Show, it is the Post-Super Bowl Show. Man, if I would have spent some time on that, I could have made that sound really good. But, you know, it's me. Hey, uh, good morning. Hope y'all had a great weekend, and I hope that y'all are ready to talk about the damn Super Bowl. Now, we're going to have some other stuff today at the end of the show. By the way, today we will be covering the 2024 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame finalist voting. Oh, we've got it. And, oh, it's terrible. But that's got to come up after Super Bowl. We're going to have Joe Murphy on in a little bit. First thing I got to do before even good mornings is I got to give a shout-out to Braddy Kid. mm This doesn't happen much, but it happened this morning. Braddy Kidd got me with a spit take. She sent me an email, and the headline on the email read, How do you make this mistake? So I click on the story, and the headline made me spit Dr. Pepper out of my nose. Now, it's a sad, terrible story, don't get me wrong. It's awful. It is probably one of the worst stories I've ever seen in my entire life. And it happened in the Super Bowl champ city of Kansas City, Missouri. This happened yesterday. some point. Or maybe the day before. A one-month-old baby has died after mom allegedly put her down for a nap. In an oven, by mistake. Oh, Stewardess, I speak jive. Oh, good. Um... Now, I'm not laughing at the dead child. I, I This is a horrible story. I read the story. Uh, grandpa shows up at the house. The house is full of smoke. And when he goes to check in on the baby, the baby is crispy. The mama put the baby in a hot oven by mistake. Hot. No. No. Just the way it's written, though. She put her down for a nap. You think, okay, that's responsible parent. Yeah, in an oven that was turned on. Come on, now. We got to get better than that, people. Damn Kansas City. You and your barbecue restaurants. Glenn Kuiper, what do you say about Kansas City? Glenn Kuiper, or or Dwayne Kuiper, are you a fan of Kansas City? We had a phenomenal day today. Nigger League Museum. Oh, boy. And Arthur Bryant's Barbie. All right, easy does it there, pal. Let's get some good mornings going, shall we? Uh, Chuck, first one here.
0: I'm Chuckie. He's something, isn't he?
2: You know what, Chuck? You really are something, my man. He says, good morning, ass family. Now the Super Bowl's done, we can look forward to this Wednesday, Thursday, when pitchers and catchers for the Rangers and Giants report. In case you didn't know, the Rangers won the series last year and might do it again this year. You can watch Arnie's reaction at twitch.tv slash the Arnie State Show. Wait a second. Are you telling me, are you telling me that the Texas Rangers won the World Series last year?
0: Scores, kicked
2: to fire. Still flying high off that. Still flying high off that, my friends. Uh, But yes, indeed, the Rangers did win the World Series, and pitchers and catchers do report this week, and I am what we would call beyond excited. Uh, Boat Girl. Look, I
1: I don't want to speak ill of your mother on Christmas, but she's nothing but a common street whore.
2: Boat Girl says good morning ass family, the good Darren. Please
3: be a fart. It'll be fine if I don't push too hard. Says morning, Ass Family. I wonder
2: if Arnie has anything to talk about today. Maybe just a couple of things. Dan! But the cream
4: will rise to the top. Oh yeah. My true madness, yeah. Says
2: good morning, Ass Family. Happy Monday after a pretty boring Super Bowl. We'll get into it here in just a bit. Welcome to Nitro! Top of the morning to you as well, Nitro. Hope that you're doing good. Ski bum! I had
0: sunny side up, and
5: I had sunny side down. When I had sunny side all the way around.
2: Good morning to you, Ralphie! A pink says, Good morning, dear, beautiful dear, ass family. Dear, dear. Good morning to you, Battleborn, my good friend. If you don't
3: you, big red, then fuck you.
2: says, Morning, ass family. I'm so glad the Niners didn't get number six, but at the same time, I have to listen to all these queef fans here. Fuck me, yeah. Yeah, they're going to be talking a lot of shit, let me tell you. I was so
6: full of testosterone,
5: I actually killed a coyote.
2: Trucker James says, bang, bang, fuck the Niner gang. Not seeing too many car flags today in the gay area. Congrats, KC. Good morning, ass family. Well, good morning to you, my friend. Gibby! Where is it at? Holy Jesus! A jelly donut. Says, fuck the Chiefs. I hope Patrick Mahomes gets Luke Gehrig's disease. All right, Warbird. You're talking to the Rolex wearing. Woo! Diamond ring wearing. Kiss
4: stealing. Woo! wheeling dealing. Limousine riding. Jet flying. Son of a gun. And I'm having a hard time holding these alligator's shots. Says, good morning, brother.
2: Another San Francisco Super Bowl loss. 0-3 after being 5-0 in Super Bowls. Yeah. I was thinking about you a lot yesterday, Warbird. I, I didn't text you because I knew you were you, you're involved in the game. That, that was a tough one, but I got to give credit where credit's due. He called it when the Niners did all those three and outs and didn't run the fucking ball. That was ball game right there. House of Pain. <laughs> Morning, ass family. What a great morning it is. Cowboys still have a Super Bowl more recently than the Niners. Eat shit, kiddle, you scumbag. All right, stink fist. Says, good morning, ass family. And what a great morning it is. Cow. Oh, wait, I already read that one. Uh, not going to lie, this one hurt, but life goes on. I didn't enjoy watching former Vol Juwan Jennings throw and catch a touchdown. The rest sucked. Yeah, for for Niner fans, y- y'all, y'all had a tough day. Y'all had a tough, tough day. Panda! Oh,
0: I love trash!
2: Uh, says, good morning, ass family. Nice way to start the work week with the Go-Go's. Uh, still would take any of them out to Applebee's. I would hope that you would take some of them out to Applebee's. My God in heaven, man. Good Lord. Uh, let's see. Uh, look at that. Andrew! I just want to say from the bottom of my heart. I'd like to take this chance to
1: apologize
2: 82nd, no. to absolutely nobody.
0: The
2: double champ does what the fuck he wants. Damn right. Ahoy to you, uh, my friend. I hope that you're doing good. Trucker James says McCaffrey should have had 125 yards rushing. This is on Shanahan. Yes, sadly, sadly, it is very, very much so on Kyle Shanahan. There she is. Oh,
3: my lucky. The
2: one, the only bratty kid is in the house. The way
3: you make a family is not family friendly.
2: No, oh, thank you for that. I appreciate it. Kyle is our Dak. Gets out coached in big games. We will not win one with Kyle at the helm, period. Okay, hey, I know that feeling. Cowboys girl. We're
3: not going to bow down and kiss the ring of
2: the
4: alphabet, cult.
2: Uh, this is good morning, ass family. What a great Super Bowl game going into OT. Bang, bang, no Super Bowl rang. Sorry to all Niner fans, but I'm happy. If Taylor Swift got that excited in bed, she might keep a man. <laughs> now, we, we will have it. I, I'm going to call Joe here in just a little bit. We're going to talk about it. We have some bets that we talked about. The over-under on Taylor Swift at five and a half. We will cover that. Devin Stater.
4: Shocking. Shocking.
2: Says good morning, ass family. Good morning to you, safety guy. Safe
6: like repair, safe like replace.
2: This is Boo Monday. Uh, how was Sand Mountain Cowboys girl? There you go. Uh, safety guy says today is my youngest son's birthday, then my wife, and second son's birthday tomorrow, then Valentine's Day. Busy week. Wow, safety guy. <laughs> what is this? People think I'm a priest. No, that's a good one there. <laughs> I don't know why I'm coughing right now. Uh, but happy birthday to all them. Sorry, you gotta do all that. DNA. Have you seen my wiener? Good morning to you. Uh says good morning Arnie and Ass family. Has anyone checked on the Warbird? Yeah, he's he's doing okay. He's all right. Uh, let's see. Uh, Sawyer's dad in the house. Morning Arnie. Can I say Travis Kelsey is a punk for what he did to his coach? Also, do you think Taylor fave up uh, last night? She was kind of drunk from all the sports shots, gunning beers. We'll talk about Taylor here in a little bit as well. I know that Joel probably has some stuff to say. Sicilian medic.
3: In the name of the father, the son, and the holy ghost, you will now drive a Camaro,
2: hate every minute of your yearly vacation to Italy, and get very upset when mm-hmm. your sister starts to date. Hey! Good morning to you, Scott. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my right time cow. There wasn't many people out at Sand Mountain, choppy weather, blah, blah, blah. Eddie's mama, Eddie's mama, I got something for you. Where, where, oh, well, I've already had the it. The Prince of fucking Dovness. There we go. Good morning, Arnie Nash family. What a sad day yesterday for my Niners. Gosh dang it. Yes, gosh dang it. Dave Co. Says there's a lot of Niner fans jumping off the bandwagon. Oh, I will say so. Arise.
0: And
1: i
2: H-O-M-O
5: Oklahoma. Niggas for Trump 2024,
2: and I mean that. Hey, Rise, good morning to you. I hope you're doing well. hook em! Woo! I can start talking about college football now, now the football season's over. And you're soon to be national champion, Texas Longhorns. Oh, I'm calling it. I'm getting a daily double next year, motherfuckers. Mark safe from hearing that gay-ass bang-bang niner game for the rest of the year. Good for you on that. Derek in the house! Becca! Becca! Says good morning, ass family. Becca! And boo Monday. Chuck says, how the hell do you put a child in an oven on the nap? Wouldn't the baby be crying? Yeah, suspicious. Just a little bit. Not quite as bad as when I was still working in fire service. My captain and our families were having Thanksgiving at the station. They had to go to a fire in a trailer park. Lady turned on an oven to make a turkey. TV dinner forgot she used her oven as Tupperware storage. Yes, that is very, very bad. Hangtown Gin! You
3: know I don't speak Spanish.
2: Good morning to you. I hope that you're doing good in Virginia this morning. And Hangtown Mike, good morning to you as well. Sunshine State! The Sunshine State. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Morning ass. Yesterday's game can kiss my balls, but at least I cut... I called it going to overtime. Yeah, you did call it going to overtime. Good call on that. Bad result. Uh good morning, College Station. Pink taco for lunch. Did you know, I make
3: your pussy throb right uh-
2: there? <laughs> good morning to you, Colin and Jameson.
3: I twist it. Oh my god.
0: Oh dick
2: twist. <laughs> good morning to you boys. I know that they're out there listening, they don't log on, so I'll say. Good morning, Timmy and Nicole. Hope that y'all are doing well on this top of the morning Monday to you. I'd like that ref to keep the flag in his pocket. Uh, Bradster in the house. Oh, man, we haven't seen Bradster in, 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 in a while here. Hold on. I got to make sure I get Bradsters right here. Do, do, do. I will stomp a mud hole in your
1: ass and
2: walk and drive. I think that one's right for Bradster. Uh says, morning, biggin' ass hats too. Uh, the tiny little blonde in the back tube top standing next to Taylor was kind of hot. Okay. Chasman in the house.
0: Hey, it's Enrico Palazzo. Yes. Yeah.
2: Monday again, ask family, have no fear, Dr. States will make it all worth it. Have the best possible, everyone. Totally agree, Kelsey is a prick for the way he treated Andy. They kind of blew it off, we'll talk about it. Hot mama! Fuck you, mama! Good morning to you as well, Triple T. I
5: don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. People know me
2: says, Chiefs winning it all in the Raiders house hurts, yeah. I that I was thinking about that this morning. If I was a Raiders fan, I would not be a happy person this morning. That would absolutely look when the, when the Green Bay Packers won the Super Bowl here in Dallas. That 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 just chafed me. It's tough being a white man these days. It's tough, I tell you. Bobby says it's worse that, to be in the big game every year and lose, or just have an OK team that doesn't make the playoffs. This morning, I'm not really sure. Yeah. I bet that wine rack got in a few licks last night. Wait a second, everyone's blaming Shanahan. Just a question, Arnie, how many Super Bowls did the previous coach take them to? Yes, he's not perfect, but really, it was a good game defensively, and those are the two best teams in the NFL. Also, they exploited Greenley uh, being out. Seriously, ass family, this team was very dangerous with an offense line that will be back next year. Yeah, but they still got out coached. I mean, that's the whole thing. Andy Reid completely put on a clinic. And, I, I, look, you, you can't go have, what, four three and outs in the in the third quarter in such a close game. You just can't. Sanchez family.
0: Free at last.
1: Free at last. God almighty. We are free at last.
2: Good morning to you, go Niners. Stacy. will find out that I have four testicles usually kind of treat me a little weird. Says, happy Monday. It's a great day. All the Niner fans are quiet. Uh, Timmy Nicole says, thank you. Good morning, Arnie Nass. I pulled over to log in after our hello. Dave Co says, I'm a Raider fan. The fact that uh, Casey won in our house was balanced out because the Niners lost, so we're even. Okay. Uh, Taylor has been more to Super Bowls than Dak. She also has more playoff wins than Dak. All righty, all righty. Let's, let's, Let's make that phone call, shall we? To the one and only Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy. I hope this is the right number. He gives me so many different numbers to call. Oops, that's loud. Hello. Did I call the right number?
4: Yes, you yes, did. We, we, we issued a press release to show.
2: Do what? Wait wait a second, you cut out there for a second. Please uh, reissue the press release.
4: Uh, we did reissue the press release yesterday uh, with our new media line. It uh, okay. went out to everybody. You should have got it. Uh,
2: I, I did, and I, I'm calling you Joe. Welcome to the show here on a Monday. It's the Monday after the Super Bowl, and we got to talk about the game.
4: We got to time, let me say right now, to hold that girl to under 39 points so she didn't become the women's all-time leading NCAA scorer, The then to beat them, the number two Hawkeyes, of the Huskers, beat them big time. Yeah, I'm ready to rap about that.
2: <laughs> well, we're, we're actually talking about the Super Bowl.
4: That <laughs> oh, other yeah, I tried to watch the Nickelodeon version, and yeah. it wasn't there. I don't know what happened. I didn't <laughs> see it. No, it, it was a great game, wasn't it?
2: Uh, I didn't think so. I thought it was a pretty poorly played game until the overtime.
4: Uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot of uh, merit to that. Yeah, you know, it was. Uh, but uh, uh, overall, overall, uh, you know, remember like some of the fifty-six to three. Super Bowl and oh, stuff sure. like that. I mean, sure. So they, it's a lot better. And by the way, a bookie's dream, because you know, the, the total of 47 and a half up and down, up and, the bookies love it when it falls right on the number. Cause some guys got 48 and the overs and under some guys got 46 and the overs. And the, so they love it. Just, just to let you know, the bookies love it when something falls right on the number.
2: Well, let's, let's call it what it is. Uh, you pay, you had the chiefs and the over. So, you went one and one on the game.
4: Because what did we have for our total?
2: I think it was like 48 or 48. I think it might have been 48 and a half.
4: Yeah, because I got 47 and a half here. I still would have lost. But that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's right. Yeah. You know, damn it, right on the, you know. Uh,
2: I, I went 0 and 2. This was my first non winning weekend of the whole year because I had the Niners in the over.
4: You know what? Because you didn't care. You were a champ. <laughs> you just got sloppy at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Um
2: I don't know how you want to do this if you want to break this down I I I mean I, did you did you watch the commercials or do you want me to talk about the curtain commercials myself the pregame uh, I watched, you know what I I saw um
4: I, mean, I watched it. Okay. You know, I thought I missed what I, I guess some people are saying was the best commercial. You can talk about all of uh, both both aspects the game and, okay. the, and the, the swiftness, the commercials, yeah. oh, everything. Yeah. Because every time there was something happened with them, in the chief score. Or they showed Kelsey. I was like, will they show Swiftie? Will yeah. they show Taylor?
2: Let's talk about that first. We had a bet. We had, we, 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 we talked about this on Friday the over under amount of times they showed Taylor Swift and I'm only counting from kickoff until the the last second ticked off the clock what? do you do you know how many times they showed her because the over under was five and a half uh yeah, I I remember I, I'm, I'm almost
4: sure I took over because I thought that was way low number yeah I took
2: the over on that and I had a look uh, when I watch the Super Bowl I have a notepad and I keep notes on the show every time they showed her I marked it now, the first quarter, they didn't show her at all at zero. Zero times in the first quarter. And then it was fucking bombardment with it. She was shown, let's see, there's five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven times.
4: You know, Arnie, you were marking that down, you said, right? yes. You gotta get out more, kid. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you know, that's awesome. That you did the work on that. You gotta put in the work. Yeah, How many was- times total did you say? Uh,
2: eleven. I counted eleven times they showed her uh, during the game.
4: Yeah, I remember when, uh, I mean, I remember a couple times when something happened related to her, you know, like Kelsey or or a touchdown or something, and and I just kept going, you know, the producers are in there going, okay, do we do a Swift or not? You know, because people, some people are going, oh, they're going to show Taylor, you know, know, then there's the ones that love it, you know, Uh, it's the first time that the the Super Bowl commercials were breakfast cereal and toys, you know, because (laughs) everybody watching was 13 and under.
2: Um, so I let's start with uh, I, I'm going to start with the Black National Anthem, the "Lift Every Voice and Sing." Um, here, hey, I, look, I I've given up the this, this whole idea that we're ever going to be a United Country is I think past us because now we have a Black National Anthem that we have to play at the Super Bowl. Here's my question: um, If they're going to have a Black Uh, national anthem of Lift Every Voice and Sing, why can't they get a star
4: to do it? You know, and you know what? The only reason they didn't play the Jewish national anthem is the guy didn't want to pay for it. You know, it's crazy. But, but but, uh, yeah, that's, I didn't notice that. I was I'm so busy right before, but I always sit down for the national anthem. I had no idea there was uh, another old, uh, national anthem. Yes,
2: Lift Every Voice and Sing is allegedly the African-American national anthem. They had some gal sing it who I'd never heard of. So, I mean, I'm sitting there going, wait a second. If y'all are going to try to make a big point out of this, y'all need to do it.
4: Yeah. Then. Yeah, that's going remote unity too, you know.
2: Yeah. Then. They decided to do America the Beautiful, which I don't know why they do America the Beautiful, because that ain't our national anthem. And they had that fucking dirtbag, Post Malone, do it. And uh, let me tell you, brother, you need to find some clothes that fit, because those were a little bit tight, brother.
4: And yeah, I'll well, have you know I did his tattoos and his dental work.
2: Oh, uh, fantastic. And, and by the way... Thank God to the person in the in the booth that was regulating the sound that made him sound actually
4: listenable, but it was still yeah. horrible. Yeah, Pokesman Bones not known for belting it out. You no. know what I mean? I mean, he's got his attributes, but uh, you know, the, uh, Whitney Houston "I Will Always Love You" is not going to be on his greatest hits album. No,
2: no, not anytime soon. Alicia, good morning to you. I play your sound. Effect. I owe you your sound effects. So I'll, I'll get you later. Um, then, then we had the national anthem happen where Reba McIntyre, who, by the way, that was how she got her record deal. She sang the national anthem at the national finals rodeo from Chalky, Oklahoma. She went up there and belted it out in a minute and 40 seconds.
4: You know, she had under money.
2: Oh man. And I got to say the best picture I saw of the whole Super Bowl was yeah. her. Leaving the game or coming into the game, she had this fur coat type deal on, and she's with her new boyfriend Rex Lee from CSI. And you know what he was wearing? He was fucking wearing a Longhorn apparel. I I totally accept this fucking relationship.
4: Good for them. You got Reba walking down the street with uh, with the burnt orange. Uh, cowboy, I've uh, mm-hmm. going into a cowboy Longhorn fan. Arnie's like going to stalk these people. Oh,
2: oh, well, I, now I know why I believe it was uh, the Chris, whatever his name, the good defensive lineman for the Chiefs. He cried during the national anthem. Remember that was another bet. I thought I, I, thought I liked it. Yeah, that was another bet, and he cried during the national anthem. So then, it's time for the game, right? And they go into the trailer for Deadpool Wolverine, which I'm very excited to see in July. And then they went into a menopause commercial. A fucking menopause commercial.
4: Listen, as a marketing genius myself... You've got to reach the household buyer now. Women are becoming more involved, especially with Taylor. You know the girls are there with mom, and and maybe this year mom won't get the crap kicked out of her like she did last year on America's Domestic Violence Day. But uh, you got to target the buyer, Arnie. You know.
2: Uh, look, man, I'm sorry. You can't have menopause commercials during the damn Super Bowl.
4: That's like that's like having a Rolex commercial during a truck pull.
2: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so the Niners get the ball, and the first quarter goes off. I say it was a sloppy, um, sloppy game due to the turnovers. I mean, McCafferty fumbling, and then the Chiefs fumbling deep in in uh, in territory uh, for for them. I, that was very very non those teams. You know what I mean? the law of averages,
4: I'm going to address this problem. You know, we're going to work out a thing uh, where I don't always cut you off, but anyways, um, McCaffrey, the law of averages, the guy didn't fumble since, you know, since the Eisenhower administration and then he fumbles in the Super Bowl. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Look,
2: all in all, I'll say this about the game. Um, these were the best two teams, and it looked like nerves had gotten to a few of them. Uh, it was sad to see that linebacker for the Niners tear his Achilles while running onto the field. That was that. Yeah. That, that, that sucked. Remember the,
4: remember the kicker that hurt himself celebrating? I think. That, oh yeah, that? I forget his name. He's just celebrating, and he tore the groin or something, and so he blew his knee out. Who was out?
2: Martin Gramatica. That was it. Yeah. Automatic, automatic. Yeah.
4: Yeah. He's jumping up and down, celebrating. He's like, "Pulsing, you're out of the season, kid. How'd you get it? You get yeah. hit by uh what? Rachel was popular? Yeah. No, I was doing the fucking bulky barcaumas dance of joy."
2: <laughs> so both teams look at halftime. The game was fucking ten to three, and I'm sitting there going, "Okay, all right, maybe it'll turn out." Maybe it'll turn out to be a good game, and the second half was a lot better. Uh, the team seemed to have settled down; they got into their rhythms. Let me ask you, what did you think about Travis Kelsey running into Andy Reid? You know, I, 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 I,
4: I was it like was it, everything? It's intentional.
2: Oh yeah, I mean, like, like he was pissed off. He wanted to get in Andy Reid's ear hole. And and, yeah. and he bumped him, almost knocked the poor old man
4: down. You know, that's that is a that is like a the Ten Commandments of like being on a team. You could do that off, you know, we'll do that privately. We don't do that, you know, when we let operate as a unit here and you know, when it comes to games, game you know, you don't go up to uh Schwarzkopf in the middle of the war and start yelling at him.
2: No <laughs> Now now when the second quarter ended Kansas City got the ball, and what happened? Patrick Mahomes throws an interception. So you were talking earlier about McCaffrey having fumbled since the Eisenhower administration. I believe it wasn't since Nixon was in office that Mahomes threw an interception in the postseason.
4: I know it's crazy. Yeah, it's just like I said. It's, it's gonna. You can only. You know, I mean, people are like, oh, they won nine in a row. Guess what? They're due to lose. You know, so stuff like that. I mean, it's gonna happen, especially in, you know, professional. You know, I mean, floor, I mean, you know, the 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 long ones are always gonna beat. Uh, incarnate word. That's never going to be a loss for them. But, but in a professional, you know, you're going to lose to somebody. I haven't say you know, it's going to happen. So it's it's like, it's almost, you're, you're like, man, I, I, you know, I to say get a loss out of the way before like the NCAA tournament. Yep. You know, you get a loss, you're okay. okay, that's good. But you get a loss, you know, then we, you get on a roll, man. The only thing that's going on is get knocked off. And so, like, it's bound to happen. And, like to say, you say, know, what's his name? Fumbles, uh, with Chaffrey, and then Mahomes chose the pick. And those guys are just golden the whole year. And then, bam, but, but, uh, it's, it, it comes down to who has the ball last, I guess.
2: Yeah. Uh, let's see. Lucky Shots Ask is Mahomes a Hall of
4: Famer already? Three MVPs, Super Bowl MVPs, probably. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I, sure. I, I, I can't deny him. Look, he plays on good teams, but he's a good quarterback. Now, Something that stood out, and, and one of the Ass family members, the Warbird there in Reno, pointed this out uh, Friday, that if they don't run McCaffrey at least 30 times, um, they won't win the game. And he carried the ball 22 times for 80 yards, and guess what? They
4: didn't win the game. They're not winning again. And you know, I'm in like, you know, even though I'm, really, I'm in Niner country, of course. Mm-hmm. So right after the game, I was downtown. You know, I went down to console a lot of, you know, and also see a lot of them were dropping money. On the ground, so leaving it in the machines. So, you know, I made sure to get down there. To, but yeah, there was just misery down there. All oh, the I Niners, all the Niners jerseys, and the Silver Legacy of the Eldorado, and the, you know, trying to pull themselves together. And I'm like, "You've never even been to the city of San Francisco. Stop!" You know. Like
2: <laughs> um, the Niners' extra point. The the Niners' kicker, he goes out, sets a record. Then the Chiefs' kicker kicks one on top of him that's even longer. And then he gets an extra point blocked. That extra point being blocked was the ball game. Was
4: completely the ball game. Well, like I, ju- I, I said that not more than less than an hour ago. I said to a friend of mine that that, 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 that mixed extra point of the block, that was the ball game. That was yeah. the ball game right there. And uh, there would have been no OT and uh, whatever. And, uh, uh, yeah, so I, that's key. But what's was also key, was, I remember we picked a prop. And my prop bet was that the, the the kit will be longer there'll be a longer field goal than the longest pass. And I and I hear all of a sudden I hear, oh the longest field goal in Super Bowl history. I'm like, it's a wrap. But then like two plays later it was like a 52 yard pass. <laughs>
2: Um, other than that, let's see, uh, I'm, tr- I'm trying to think of other big things that stood out to me in the game before we get to the halftime, because we got to talk about halftime. And of well, course, we yeah, got
4: to make it official. What was the longest pass? You know, the game at the that was probably it. The uh, I,
2: I, you know what, let's see. I don't have it in front of me. I'm sorry.
4: Well, uh, I'll pick that up for
2: us. Yeah. I uh, look, look, uh, it, look, look. I want to say it was a good game but it wasn't that great a game and me as a cowboy fan I just you know I just uh, I, I I didn't want the Niners to win but I'm tired of Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. So this was just kind of one of those eh, uh, just fucking grin and take it ones. I I I, I tell you but Patrick Mahomes look $5 duo at Burger King. What the hell is that? What the hell is that? Wait, that was my that was my computer. I, I, I'm sorry about that.
4: Um, uh, That's you, know, you need to get your things in order over there. I don't yeah. know what's going on over there. You know, so, I know it's a Monday. You know, you're one of those people. Monday, Monday. You know, you still got to feed the family. I don't care. I hear you got you. to go to work every day. So, I, I, whatever I hear about, and I know you're not like that. The people that can blow Monday. Well, get, get over it. Monday yeah. is the same as Saturday. Get up. You still got to get crap done.
2: Uh, I, I will give it my almost today, I promise, Joe. Um, trying to think other things in the actual game. Uh, nothing really grabbed me. You, you, you know what I'm saying? Nothing really grabbed me at all uh, for the game. The, the, the win was overtime. You know what did grab me? I was not aware of the new overtime rule. I got to tell so, you.
4: Let's, well, let's, tell me what rule because what you weren't aware of. So,
2: I wasn't aware that the team that gets the ball, right, they can go down and score a touchdown, and the game's not over.
4: That's Yeah, I didn't even know that, too. I'm glad you brought but, that up. I, but, no, I didn't know that either.
2: So, but if they kick the field goal, then the other team gets a chance, but if time runs out, it goes to a second quarter.
4: Huh? At so, uh, the second overtime. What That's, the fuck it, yeah, is that? I never get so, okay, so the, the, the team, bullshit. well, used to be team scores a touchdown overtime, it's over. Right. But now the team scores a touchdown, they still, the other team still gets, another, uh, gets a shot at it. And if they don't score a touchdown, the game's over, or if time runs out, they go to a second overtime.
2: But, 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 <laughs> The Niners kicked the field goal in overtime. So they were, were up by scoring.
4: three. No way, they are winning.
2: And then they were talking about it. The Chiefs had the ball and they weren't taking timeouts. And Romo explained, the, and by the way, Romo had a terrible game. Uh, but he explained that, oh, it just goes to the second quarter. No,
4: it shouldn't. They didn't score in
2: overtime, the game's over.
4: That's that's ridiculous. Yeah, you're right. That is totally. I was I was in the in the kitchen. I was uh, I was beating someone else's dog actually at the okay. time. And, uh, and I swear guys were I swear. And uh, uh, so that's weird. I missed that part, but th- I never knew that. That's just ridiculous. I mean, okay, what's going to be next in the NFL? Uh, the second overtime, you also put a guy on second base. I mean, what, what's going on?
2: Like, like I I don't get that. That just makes zero sense to me. Like, <laughs> like. San Francisco did what they were supposed to do. Okay, they went down and they scored. They didn't score a touchdown, but see, if Kansas so City could play the four corner
4: stall and just keep the game going,
2: well, how long does it go? I mean, is there a third <laughs> so overtime?
4: They, they just, that's, I mean, oh my god! It's like it's almost like the butterfly effect. They keep going to try to change it; it gets worse.
2: <laughs> I, I, like, I, I. I, I was law. I was lost at that. I I think that's a stupid, stupid, and it's only for the playoffs. 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 I playoff? just practice. trying to win a game.
4: We talking, talking about practice, right? Uh,
2: <laughs> now, now there was something that happened. Uh, let's, we've covered the game. Uh, if anybody has any questions on the game, please feel free to uh, hit me up here on the the board, Joe. If you got anything else on the game, please. Issue it in, but we got to get to halftime here before we get to the commercials. Um, did you see halftime? Yes,
4: I did. I uh, saw the all star cast.
2: Now, are, are you a fan uh, uh, of the uh, the one they call Usher?
4: I've never been a big Usher fan. I can, I can, I, 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 I'm gonna say. If, if the, you know, the song, you know, like, well, I don't even know the title, you know. Mm-hmm. She was all up on me. I won't change the station yeah you know, necessarily, right. but that's about as far as it goes with Usher. <laughs> you know, so, I'm not a huge fan, no.
2: So Usher comes out, and he, by the way, what is this trend of wearing uh, gloves indoors?
4: What's that again, the gloves indoors? Yeah, you're, you're wearing gloves indoors.
2: I, I, I don't understand that. It's
4: it, a Michael Jackson tribute.
2: Oh, okay. Uh, but you only put that one on
4: though. And they screwed up. Well, he, he
2: he had it down to one at one time. You know when he was stripping it and doing his thing.
4: Yeah, by uh, wearing one glove, seeing beat it. Come on, that's ridiculous. I,
2: I I gotta say though, all in all, that was one of the worst halftime shows I've ever seen. Easily yeah, you, one of the worst you, halftime you, shows.
4: Yeah, one of the worst. You mentioned that. Um, you mentioned that uh, it was like. Uh, it was like a high school musical. Yeah. It was like, oh yeah, I thought I was watching Glee, you know, but it was a halftime show. Um, I don't know, it was, but I, it was, I mean, entertainment wise yeah, to be purely objective, uh, it, you know, you got the people on the TV, just blown away. No, you weren't blown away, okay? Uh, it was entertaining, it wasn't fantastic, but it wasn't. It didn't, you know, stink, you know, I, I, as Alicia Keys wardrobe malfunction would really help ratings.
2: Now, now, now there is something that did happen. And you're gonna have to Google it because I found it on TikTok, and I can't share the, the 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 TikTok on the Mixer board. Now, ludicrous came out during the rap, and, uh, first it was Lil John. yeah, and That's then
6: right. and then Luda, that, I thought it was Lil
2: Wayne. I get no, him confused. Sorry. No, all littles look alike. I understand that, Joe, and you're.
4: How dare you. Okay, so we got Lil John. We got.
2: So this yeah, is after the uh this is after the roller skating incident on, on I don't know why they brought roller skates out there but okay. <laughs> so then Luda hits the stage and he's a rapping along and he's walking down the stage and I do a little research on this. This young lady's name is Latonja Jackson uh and and she works at the Black Kitty Strip Club uh, I'm I'm sorry dance dance hall in he Las Vegas. There. Uh, that on Wednesday nights, I, I have to say this contractually, on Wednesday night, it's ladies' night, so it's all pink inside. Um, La, La, Latondia was uh, was pole dancing for Luda as, as he's singing, and she's up there, and then all of a sudden, oh, my God, she fell. She fell from the pole. A woman fell from the pole. Like I said, I can't.
4: Maybe you I, know what? I could just see her in her hospital bed this morning, and her and her and her trainer going, "Why are we waiting for You know, she's gonna get back out there."
2: Uh, I I think this is the address that you can maybe go to uh, on TikTok to see this, and it's worth watching because Luda's coming out. He's walking out. There, there's Latonya. She she's up there. She's swinging around. Oh my God! And then she goes down. Good God Almighty. Now, see, LaTanya, she's probably used to, you know, about 50, 60 people inside the uh, the Black Kitty. Where, by the way, on Fridays, it's two-for-one lap dances if you can show that you're up-to-date and current on your child support payments.
4: So, uh, nice. I'm so, actually, that's called the uh, specific responsibility. That's called yeah. morals.
2: Yeah, that right there. That's why we're praying for her today. That, that she's up and around and she can make it back in time for work this week um, because she fell off the fucking pole. <laughs> she fell off the pole at halftime.
4: I, I prayed I, for her before I did the Joel Osteen thing. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. Crazy.
2: Uh, yeah, by the way, everybody, somebody shut up Joel Osteen's church yesterday and I watched the <laughs> press interview on it, his press conference. He seemed to be smiling during the whole thing. I'm like,
4: yeah, the the shooter brought her kid. You know, didn't have any time. Didn't have a babysitter called in. So, oh well.
2: Jalapeno, jalapeno. I had no idea what that chick in the black cat outfit was playing guitar. Yeah, and the rapper. I was told uh, one of my sources said, "Did you see the rapper who came out with a mask on?" Somebody said that that was Kanye, and then it turns out it was probably Will I Am. So, look. All in all, terrible halftime show. Wow, yeah. was that a bad halftime show.
4: Yeah, yeah. Now. I wonder if, if Joe Lohan just watched it, and that's why he was laughing.
2: Probably. Um, we have the top ten best commercials of the Super Bowl. Are you ready to go through these with me, Joe? Real quick, was there any shots of Taylor during the halftime show, or did they
4: just show the entertainers?
2: They just showed the entertainer. They did not show her once.
4: Okay, all right, all right. That, yeah. a, that would have been a, that would have been
2: bad. Okay, so go ahead with your commercials. Uh, Alicia says, "I'm sure she made a mint dancing at the Super Bowl. She can miss a couple days." Twenty twenty two halftime show was way better. Yeah, that. Look, look. I think I'll, pretty much all halftime shows except Rihanna was better than this one. All right, the number ten commercial.
4: Real quick, though, the greatest uh no, the event at a sporting event that wasn't. Thanks for sport with, with our boy George W. Threw out that first pitch at 9-11, baby. Yep. I, I get chills every time I watch Jeter giving him advice. Mm-hmm. And, you know, don't, don't bounce it. They'll boo you. You know, it's different. And uh, that still is my favorite, one of my favorites of all time.
2: Uh, All right. So we had uh, Jenna Ortega and did uh, a 60-second Doritos commercial. The Dinamita, Dynamita, or Dynamita, whatever their new Fancy Hot flaming Chips is. <laughs> and it was a, a couple of old grannies in a store. And a dude bought the last bag of these, or he stole them from them. And then they they went on, on this geriatric ass-cooking routine, and they whooped him. And that was the number 10 commercial. What would you think of that one?
4: Didn't like it. I probably cut saw half of it. I didn't even know what it was for.
2: Yeah, I, I mean... I'm watching it and I'm like, okay, Doritos has old people fighting. All right, okay, <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Somebody says, do you see the commercial with Carl Weathers?" Yeah, the uh, the 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 Gronk kick. They played nice tribute to Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers was the man. Apollo yeah, Creed. They had to make a late change
4: to that, you know. They he was he, they obviously did, mm-hmm. didn't know he was dead when they did it, you know, because he wasn't, you know. So like, but they had to make it into a tribute, like really fast. They had to kind of put a spin on it, you know. And they did a good job on that.
2: Alright, next one up we got the Budweiser old school delivery. Boy, Budweiser, who had a terrible twenty twenty three, decided, hey, we gotta bring the Clydesdales back. So let's fake a snowstorm and have these guys deliver Budweiser into town with these Clydesdales. What'd you think, Joe? Well, I mean, you
4: know, they're all uh you know all screw up over the Bud Light thing. They wanted to go old school, you know, and, and do the, the Clydesdale's, you know, I just, I don't know. It was kind of, it was basic, you know, I don't know. It wasn't, what, it was the, the, they were just delivering, you know, I, I get kind of active during halftime and I try to watch the, the, the commercials too. Um, but that one, I just I don't know if I can remember it. But I do know the Clydesdales. I do. I've never seen the Clydesdales. I do know All that. Right. I remember that the Budweiser was going old school for their commercial. But but the, the gist of the commercial was it was guys delivering packages. No, kegs of beer. Oh, kegs of beer, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. no, no. Yeah, I think I did see that. I think I did see that, and didn't, didn't you know I didn't stop in my tracks or anything. So, um,
2: the next one, and now this one, this one did land for me. This one wasn't a bad commercial, and I avoided it all last week because I had heard that Christopher Walken was doing a commercial and that Usher was going to be in it. I didn't care about Usher, but I love Christopher Walken, and no, I cannot do a good Christopher Walken impersonation. Uh, But that's what this whole commercial was, was people doing their Christopher Walkens to Christopher Walken. Um...
4: I, I, I thought it was as a you, genius as commercial. You're somebody, as you were saying, you can't do a walk, and I was thinking to myself, the exact time I please don't ask me to do a Christopher walk, and I can't. No, know, I, yeah.
2: He's, it, it, that's impossible. Like, he is hard to do unless I can sit down and listen to him for an hour. Then exactly. I can maybe no. do it.
0: William Shatner
2: yeah.
4: is easy.
2: No. Okay. Um, you're Out says, I'll just give my number one because I'm on the road walking, period. And the Volkswagen commercial had me tear up because they chose my dad's favorite Neil Diamond song. I thought about you, You're Out, during that when they played I Am, I said. But here's the thing. Um, the, the, your, your dad hated Volkswagen, the irony. Here's the other irony. Weren't Volkswagens created by the Nazis and they're using a super Jew singer to promote them now? I thought that was kind of interesting.
4: Well, you know, as I've told people before, I get all of my clothing in Germany and I buy my cars in Italy. Okay? I know what I'm doing. Okay? Yes, you, yes, you so, do. Yeah, but that was crazy because when you said, I cause I, I, couldn't tell Will I Am from, you know, uh, Diana Ross if I saw him. You know, like, I don't know, but when you said Will I, Am, I was thinking, I would have rather done I Am, I Said. Yeah. You know, and then, then, then I had no idea that that song, I, I missed that commercial, but. but uh, uh, Neil Diamond, a, a country, or uh, uh, American treasure. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> but, uh, so, uh, what, now what was this at? What was the company?
2: Uh, they were, well, well that was uh, the, 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 the Neil Diamond was for Volkswagen.
4: <laughs> I know, man. Ah, that, that, that oh, That's that, a, that was, that, was, that, that Neil Diamond's middle name is Blitzkrieg. You yeah, know.
2: I found that to be a little, a uh, little uh, unsettling, but that's just me.
4: <laughs> um, They're just trying to unite people, unlike the separation of the two national anthems. But whatever.
2: Yeah. Uh, next commercial up. Now, I got, I, I, applaud this commercial. I think I, I hate the serious commercials during the Super Bowl, but I applaud this one. Give it up to Dove Soap. The 30 second commercial highlighting the body confidence sports program, inspiring girls to play
4: in girls' sports. That's, uh, hey, well, I, I, you know what? I won't hear talk like that. Uh-huh. That's outrageous to think that girls should just play with girls. Uh-huh. I think it's it's preponderant, it's treacherous, it's, no, I'm trying to be that uh, black. Uh, the, I'm trying to be the what's the Johnny Cochran on okay. Seinfeld? Um, <laughs> it's terrific. It's Brian You know, we all you know me. I, I the, the huster women knock off number two hawk, I women uh, we you know, our largest volleyball team. Power women. I'm all for it. I love it. And I think, why don't people get it? And like I said, people, sure, there, is all these, there used to be men, still are, but now they're women, and they're women, women in the sports. I still am waiting for the woman that changed to a man that's dominating the sport.
2: Yeah, I am into that. Um,
4: that ought to show you right there. It's ridiculous.
2: Well, there were another group of serious ads, and Cowboys Girls says, I love how they had these ads for Jesus in there. Um, I gotta tell you the Jesus ad, the one the, the washing the feet Jesus had, that one almost made me throw up.
4: <laughs> no, and, and here's you know, the I deal: all these years, I mean, how many thousands of views? And finally, I called the other day, I eight hundred number. Jesus finally got a phone. Finally got a phone number. Yeah.
2: Um, the thing that made me so upset was, uh, Jesus would wash the fish of people that that followed him and that were downtrodden. He wasn't washing the feet of people that he hated or that hated him or anything like that. And that's what a bunch of these pictures represented. It showed like a a minister or a priest, you know, cleaning the feet of a transgender type person. And I'm sitting there going, now, come on.
4: I right, know that's, too, that's too, because there is actually a during, uh, I think, you know, Lent and and what they call Holy Week, you know, in the Catholic Church. You know, I think it's on Good Friday they do it. It's like, it's I mean, as a kid, I was just like, oh my gosh, this is going to be torture. You know, it's like the stations yeah. of the cross <laughs> and everything, like four hours, of course, my mom. You know, we have to go. And, uh, uh, God bless his soul. And, uh, but uh, they do a thing where the priest will wash the feet of, of a person in the in, in the congregation or whatever. So it's like, you know, that's, you know, it, it, they have to make a point by bringing up, uh, you know, bringing up, a, uh, what's her name, the, the RuPaul's, wash yeah. his feet, really? <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: now, there's some, I have the whole list, the, the, the top five is in front of me. I'm going to go over some commercials that weren't in the top five. Uh, including one of my favorites, and it was because Stone Cold Steve Austin was in it, the Kawasaki commercial where everybody got a mullet when driving by. I thought that was a great commercial.
4: Yeah, it should be utilized more in this country. Mullets are misunderstood.
2: Yeah, I I mean, I like that one. I like that one. I didn't like the Popeye's commercial with Kim Jong in there. Um, The Sarah, Michael, hi, I'm Michael Thera. I'm Michael Thera, and this is Thera Moisturizer. I did not like that one. That one was creepy as fuck.
4: And I got um, moist during that. It's yes,
2: um, The Mountain Dew Aubrey uh, Plaza one, not bad. There was a commercial in there that I kind of liked, the Messi commercial, even though it was for Ultra. Michelob Ultra. You know, you had Messi in there, and Ted Lasso was in it. I got to say, not bad. Not a bad commercial.
4: Yeah, you can't go wrong with Messi. You know, uh, folks out there, there's a slogan in advertising: you can't go wrong with uh, with pets and kids. Okay, animals mm-hmm. and kids, kill them every time. But is right up there, also. And um, maybe, and maybe, and maybe uh, the guy from the office who was Ted Lasso. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um. So then we had you know the the Homes dot com, Booking dot com, FanDuel, Halo. Um, The E-Trade babies came back, and they're playing pickleball, dumb. Now, there was a commercial that got completely ruined, and that was the Oreo commercial where people were twisting off. It, It started off with the Trojan horse, and it had guards saying, well, if I can twist this off clean, you can come through. And it was people making giant life decisions and then it went to the Kardashians
4: at the end, and I was like, "Done, shitty commercial." Because you're not getting anybody. I, I, listen, I am very familiar with Trojans and twisting off of, of Oreo cookie uh, contact. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, I've done a lot of a lot of work in that area. And then, and you just come at the end, that, you know, you just show that this was meant to be trashy. So you throw a Kardashian mm-hmm. at the end.
2: Now, now, something that happened in the game, Joe. Another bet. You remember a bet that was placed? was over under number of players that throw touchdown passes. It was one and a half and it turned out to be remember this? Remember it, or it was remember that we had three guys throw touchdown passes in this game.
4: Yes we did. Just two quarterbacks and I believe a running
2: back. Yeah, or no, it was
4: receiver, Jawan Jennings. Yeah, receiver, right, yeah, right, right. A friend of mine, my insurance agent, actually, I, I uh, he has posted his bet on uh, on Facebook. He that bet ten bucks, one hundred and ten, because he had someone other than a quarterback will throw a touchdown. So like that was the same type of deal. But I, one and a half. I mean, I would have taken the under. Don't you think?
2: Oh no, that was a fun bet. I would have taken the over on that one.
4: Now, you'd have to have two guys, then two more, another non-quarterback throw a touchdown.
2: I liked it. I liked it. Uh, Then we get into the new Reese's Peanut Butter Cups that have caramel in them. No, thanks. Don't need it.
4: Oh, thank you. I'm on board with you.
2: Um, All right. More Jesus. Then Fox's new, or FX's new karate show, Shogun, which I've already seen the previews for that. Uh, they had a marketing meeting
4: in heaven. You know, they, 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 they you to Listen to me, boy. You got to start reaching these kids. You got to start getting to them. I think we go with that, that Super Bowl thing. I know you're a lot of World Cup and you're lying you down there, but we really, I think we got to start marketing uh, up in the Super Bowl. I, I, I was at that marketing meeting in heaven. Uh,
2: once again, I still have the top five to go. Uh, the blind <laughs> Google commercial, the blind Google commercial was creepy.
4: Did you did you did you pay any attention to that I saw, one? I don't think I saw that. It must be some self driving type of thing. I'm no, thinking. it
2: was. It's the new Google phone that tells you when the faces are in focus on the phone. And oh like, yeah, did that? Yeah, did that? That
4: was stupid. Yeah. And then,
2: and then they kept showing the guy with his fucked up eyes, and I'm like, oh man, I don't need to see that shit.
4: <laughs> I mean, that, that
2: was kind of weird.
4: Yeah, I am. Yeah, I'm not a med student. Thank you.
2: Uh, the, the what was that? Something's out there called poppy. There's a something called, Pop, oh, yeah, Poppy's a New Soda. Is it made with hair on? Is it
4: made Please, from the poppy? Without poppy, I don't make any money, bro, okay? <laughs> okay? I've been swinging since I was 17, bitch. So don't <laughs> you tell me about no poppy disappearing? Because that motherfucker ain't true.
2: Now, before the poppy ad played, we had a political ad for RFK Jr. that, that seemed to, he's stolen one from his uncles.
4: All, you know, I was getting ready, so I turned the volume down. I, saw, I was watching on TV. I saw some kind of he had to apologize to his family. I wasn't totally aware of the whole gist of it, but apparently he was he was exploiting his honorable uh, ancestors.
2: I, I he used like old campaign speeches and ads from them, and he made it look old timey. And I'm sitting there going, "Oh, good! A political ad during
4: the Super Bowl, phenomenal."
2: And you know what?
4: Those, those and church-going Kennedys, they never hurt anybody.
2: Yeah. Uh, by the way, I uh, have to point out that the first commercial after halftime was over was stolen from this show. Stolen. Stolen. It was about Beyonce, who, by the way, has a country song coming out. Don't even. Don't even. But... She was trying to break the internet or trying to break Timo or, or, or Verizon. What the hell are you doing, Joe?
4: Go ahead. Sorry about that. Wow. Knock it off. Good God. Sorry, but it was a mysterious sound. I don't know. I think I have a ghost. Um. So,
2: So then, so she tries to do all these stunts to break Verizon, right? Not break the internet. She wants to break Verizon. And she's gonna release a song in space, and then she's gonna release a movie called Bar Bay. Now, whoa, whoa, whoa! Not so fast, my friends. I had an idea, Bar Bay. You know, like Barbie, bar but like Bay. You know how you know how some people call each other Bay? See, see, I had come up with a bit a while ago called barbie and the gals of cultural appropriation where you had you had different barbie gals right uh, and they had different endings the black girl's name was Bar-Bay. then the lesbian was barb you know, and she ran the she ran the motorcade for the Barbie gals cultural appropriation. But they
4: stole from me, Joe. They stole yeah, again I, from yeah, me. You know, like you, I know that you. If the Pat Riley can uh, trademark three P, I know you got Barbie coins. You know goddamn bar- right.
2: You goddamn right. They stole from. Me. This is the highest level of theft I've ever read. I look. I'm used to Saturday Night Live stealing and sometimes Family guys stealing from me. But now the Super Bowl ads are stealing from me. Uh, brother, yeah. you need to kick down some coin to Arnie.
4: And they stay in real estate. Mm-hmm. Location, 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 right? You, know, you want to steal property. You know, oh, that's a great area there. That's a great area. Guess what? You're looking for intellectual property. Mm-hmm. You got a boatload right here, people. This is uh, uh, the real estate. The market is hot right here. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for intellectual
2: property. Um. All right. A couple others before we get to the final top five. Um. The Bud Light Genie where they, they Post Malone and Peyton Manning showed up in a bar and then they all showed up at the Super Bowl and then there was Peyton Post Malone wearing a Cowboys jacket. And I'm like, don't wear a Cowboys jacket. They're not playing, idiot. You don't wear a Cowboys jacket to the Super Bowl when they're not playing, you dumb fuck.
4: <laughs> no, I think he gave it to Jelly Roll anyway. So. Yeah, oh
2: yeah, he was there too, fucking idiot. Uh, the Skechers Mr. T commercial, genius. Even though Tony Romo was in it, Mr. T saved it.
4: I pity the fool that doesn't still like Mr. T. (laughs) Mr. T. You know, there'll be a day that we'll forget about guys like, you know, you know, Mr. T, and that'll be a tragic day because I love, I'm like, look at the fawns. How he made to come back, and that Mr. T is still out there hanging around, I love that, you know, that, the you know, it's just like, you know, that's where Gary Coleman went wrong, remember when Gary mm-hmm. Coleman, he, he asked him to say, what, uh, what you talking about, Willis? And yeah. he just pissed off. He yelled and screamed at him and not want to do it and wanted him to come home and play with his train set mm-hmm. instead. But it was like, dude, live it. I mean, I mean that was you, you know. And Mr. T's just riding the he He's riding, riding it to the end, you know. What the hell? Uh, let's see.
2: Jen says two things. Where did Jesus get the money for all these commercials? And two, you know damn well, fuck ton of folks got jazzed to see Jesus' foot fetish, motherfuckers. Oh, yeah.
4: <laughs> um,
2: all well, right. God's got a, I think God's got
4: a decent credit that score too so
2: Alright, really uh, the ranked 5th best Super Bowl co- commercial Was the NFL's commercial Born to play Following the young African boy Who was playing football And then fell upon a football Tryout field there somewhere In Ghana Because I'm sure the next superstar Is coming from Ghana
4: of course, there's a huge market. The NFL has a scouting office set up over there. They okay. don't have TVs. Yeah, and and, and, and and trust me, that kid did not play youth tackle football in California, though. It's <laughs> too to, rough. Stop hurting me.
2: <laughs> so, so that was number five. The number four commercial was Uber Eats, where Jennifer Aniston, where you remember things on Uber Eats, but you have to forget something else, and she did not know who David Schwimmer was.
4: Well, I think she was just too broke up about Matthew.
2: Maybe, may it, it it could be that, or it could be that was an awful commercial.
4: Horrible, horrible. Yeah. Who thought of that? And they, you know, it, it's just like, you know, I, I always think of those meetings. You know, the Martin guy coming to pitch their their campaign or whatever. And, you know, some of these people just you really you thought that was good. Well, and those from people- from what I
2: understand, um, they had to change this commercial last week due to the fact that the original commercial had something in there making fun of peanut allergies.
4: I'll you. All seven of my children, my seven fathers, all have peanut allergies.
2: You know, this whole peanut allergy thing has just jumped the shark a number of times. I would have left it in. See, this is the thing. Super Bowl commercials have gotten too serious. And the number three one will be one of these tear jerkers as well. But we had an anti-bullying commercial. We had the don't do Jewish hate commercial. Don't do any hate commercial. The Super Bowl, look, man, I want to see, I want to see jugs and I want to see beer commercial. That's what I want to see.
4: Yeah, I know. I, want, man, I did not say it a couple weeks ago, more boom. Yeah, you did. You yeah, did. Yeah, uh, I'm a marketing genius, and I told you people. And uh, wait till the Oscars, boy, those speeches are going to be good. Oh boy, we're
2: gonna, oh. it's going to be like Selma, Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the number three best commercial of the year was the Kia Perfect Ten. This was the little girl who had nice skating competition, and her crippled grandfather couldn't make it for some reason. So dad decides to drive all the way up to his house where he has a frozen pond. And this girl who's not tired from competing, obviously, goes out there in in sub-freezing temperatures, mind you, outside to do her routine for her crippled grandfather so he can score her a perfect 10.
4: Who, by the way, was halfway through a handle of old granddad, okay, so...
2: He had no idea what was going on. And you're going to tell me a Kia is not going to melt that ice? The girl falls through the ice, and we have a national tragedy. My God.
4: I get away. Only if the girl skater was Greta Thornburg.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the number two commercial was The Dung Kings, starring Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, Tom Brady, and Jennifer Lopez
4: baby got back
2: um this was painful (laughs) this was so painful i mean it was ben affleck doing his greatest boston accent ever and he's rapping and tom brady is playing the drums and matt damon says something and it's very self-deprecating and and i get that but it's just hard to watch man It, it is just hard to watch
4: yeah, the only thing I got out was Tom Brady. It's a true renaissance, man. A musician, too. Yeah. It's crazy that, that guy could do. Yeah, I know. It was just, and you know what's great is, uh, like, I'm watching one now, is now we get to, you'll get, to, you'll see these commercials again and again. Now, they'll so play on everything now, too. So, if you list them, you'll get a chance to see them. Uh, that one was, uh, yeah, it was just it kind of, it's kind of like your, uh, your fingers on the sh- uh, uh, chalkboard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just get through it. It's kind of rough.
2: Yeah. All right. And the number one commercial. I got I to gotta say that, that I did laugh at this one. This one was pretty funny. I, I don't know if it was my favorite. Somebody said the couch potatoes commercial was the best. Um, I, I, I I didn't really have a best. I guess you could say this one was the best. An ad meter on USA Today marks it the best. The State Farm, where Arnold Schwarzenegger says, like a good neighbor. Not neighbor. <laughs> Neighbor. How can you be a good neighbor
4: when you have to go to the chopper?
2: And then Danny DeVito comes in and says, "Like a good neighbor," and saves the whole commercial. Not bad. I, I, yep. I gotta say, not yeah. bad. Arnold and, and Danny DeVito together, they work.
4: Uh, they should have had Predator in there somehow with Call Weathers. And <laughs> I just, I just gotta say, man, boy, this year's
2: Super Bowl ads. They did disappoint. Very, very. Uh,
4: look, bad job, guys.
2: Man, oh the man. I, the
4: one thing I got out of those commercials is is uh, America. Come on, pull it together, okay? But then you people, quit telling me how to pull it together, okay?
2: Yeah, I, I'm trying to think. I, I'm trying to think. My, uh, if you can think off the top of your head, what's your favorite Super Bowl commercial of all time? Oh man! Um, I know I, I put you on a the spot there.
4: Yeah, it is. I mean, I I, uh, I, I don't know. I know there's been a couple back, you know. There's the uh, you know. I always, I always, I always just I even stand up when I'm at home with the national anthem, you know, because mm. it's the only time I can in, uh, impersonate an officer, or do the salute instead of put my hand over my heart, and not get in trouble. Um, because I served no time in the military, uh, but those kind—I love when they, I love when you get a little makes little gives you a little shiver. You know they're good. So, those I think are more. I like those better. Uh, than the funny ones. I don't know. I like the funny ones too, but I can't remember the best funny one. What was the best funny one you ever saw?
2: Uh, the What's Up Guys.
4: What's up? Did, was that when they were going What's huh?
2: Yeah, wait. With the What's Up. The original What's Up Guys. What, uh, either that one. Or oh, I have to say, my all-time favorite was an old Reebok commercial, and you can YouTube these ads, Terry Tate, office linebacker. Terry <laughs> Tate, office linebacker, That's, was fucking awesome. I just awesome. To hear that. That just sounds funny. <laughs> oh, and he, I mean, he lays people out in an office setting who are using the, the wrong printers. Oh, it's fucking hilarious. The, Terry Tate is, to my, the, the greatest Super Bowl ad of all time. But you got to give it up for the, what's yeah. Because, that, well, what about
4: the popping through the light beer stuff? Those were decent, weren't oh, they? The way light, back in light in the beer
2: I mean, you know what the original Super Bowl commercial was the one that put the Super Bowl ads on the, on the map, right? You know what it was.
4: Was uh, do taste uh, great, less filling?
2: No, no, it was a little old lady saying, Where's the beef? <laughs> Where's the beef? <laughs> Where's the beef? Where's the beef was a super, it was a Super Bowl ad. And just like the where's the beef, the what's up, guys, we were saying all that. Budweiser Frogs, that was one of the favorites uh, uh, of all time. That was a good one. Uh, Terry Tadoff, slime back. Arnold's face was superimposed on that body. Yeah, so there you go. But I, I just got an email in from Blueberry Sun. It says, for some reason, I haven't been able to comment and chat for a week. That sucks. Uh, I'm one of those people that love the Usher halftime show. I was singing and dancing and twirling. I felt like it kept getting better as the performance went on. Now, I did have a couple of drinks, so perhaps that helped, but still, I loved it. Hey, that's okay. I It just wasn't for me. I I, I mean, I, I didn't like it that much, so. Yeah, I don't know. I mean,
4: if, if you didn't get theater tickets to yeah, that guy, let me know. Because- <laughs>
2: Um, is there anything that we're leaving out that we haven't talked? Oh, Mean Joe Green's great kid, uh, here kid, catch. Oh, yeah,
4: yeah, that's a class. you know what,
2: that's yeah, I, I, you
4: know, I, I, I'm getting old, and I forget a lot, uh, but uh, that, yeah, remember, that was a classic, there's some classics, like you say, and uh, that was definitely, because I was going to ask you, besides funny, you know, as I call them, like the Lee Greenwood commercials, you the know, ones that are like, uh, you know, they don't have to be about America, they be about, you know, kids pulling your tongue, tug at your heart or whatever. <laughs> do you have one of those you remember that you thought was, uh, you know, got uh, you uh, in the gut a
2: little? The tug at your heart. E- anytime they brought the Clydesdales out, I always liked that. And and the one year they made the Clydesdales funny, were, do they always do that? And they said, no, sometimes they go for two. I thought that was a, a genius commercial. Um, I'm not mu- much for one of the ones that, that tugs on the heartstrings for commercials. Yeah. That's just me. I like my yeah. commercials to be funny and interesting.
4: Yeah have you seen the, 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 the commercial I, I I like funny you know I'm like you too. I love funny if I you know I, I was never like a heart or, or an hour-long drama guy a cSI when, like, I was more of a half hour sitcom guy it's kind of like my comfort food if I, at night you know when I sleep and stuff I might if I had the TV on it'd be like you know uh those type of things uh, but so I love the comedy uh, more than anything but uh did you seen the commercial for the the the, the foster King, about eight, 16, you know, you know, I've stopped the top off because he's an African American young man. He goes with the family and there's the other big family's photo inside the door. And a couple weeks later, he's in the the picture. The the family's photo is replaced and he's in the the family, you know, and it's Mm -hmm. like, uh, yeah, I have to walk out of the room sometimes. (laughs)
2: Um, (laughs) is there anything that we left out? By the way, how do you think that Las Vegas did? Oh,
4: my God. You know what? Uh, that challenge, I mean, that's just out of – you got the shear going. I mean, uh, that's just out of control. I, I Even if – I would have i would have loved to go to Vegas, even if I didn't have tickets to the game, just to walk around and experience just what, you know, 2024 Sodom and Gomorrah is. Yeah. You know?
2: I mean – it was bombarded with celebrities. There are celebrities everywhere. If you're a celebrity chaser, Las Vegas was the place for you this weekend.
4: Um, I wanted to check the rates. I like Motel 6 Saturday night. And I forgot to do that. I wanted to look at the rates. I made was, sure they were sold out wherever. But I wonder what it would cost to get, you know, they have the, 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 you. The, number, the price on their sign. They probably didn't have enough digits on the sign. I,
2: I told to you how much that. Motel 6 was. Motel 6 was booking at $360
4: Saturday night. Wow, yeah, that's you know, uh, but I, I stayed in another motel and, uh, <laughs> and I, all you gotta do is somebody knocks on the door, you just go, I'm not holding. Okay. Uh, that's right. Yeah, uh,
2: Joe stays at those fancy places that you play pay by the hour.
4: Yeah. I was in place in Chicago, no lie. It was this and that, you know, no prostitution, no this, no this, no this. Uh a dollar. Sword <laughs> uh, Scott- The bottom's like, oh okay.
2: No, Scott says, Las What Vegas. do you think the airport looks like today? Oh, the Las Vegas airport is jammed today. I mean, the private airport's the one to be at because ain't nobody flying southwest back to L.A.
4: Maybe Paul yeah. Rudd, but that's about it. Um, Stay an extra day. Go home tomorrow, you know, because, mm-hmm. like, wow. Yeah, that's got to be just a just. There are we're going to see some YouTube viral or some viral TikToks and things out of that. Thing, you know? Oh yeah, <laughs> take Somebody can go off in the airplane or the airport anymore. Um,
2: anything else? Did did we miss anything, Joe? Did I miss anything for the Super Bowl?
4: Uh, no, no. You always, and you, you, uh, you, some of the stuff that I missed that you, you covered for me, and I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to let everybody know. We are gonna institute a new program here where we are gonna, you know, Joe is very impulsive. Okay, and, and I'm very opinionated. And so sometimes I you know, people i just and we all know, you know, I just wanna shut our me up and let me talk, okay? Mm-hmm. But I can't do that. I've got to, I've gotta accept the problem. And I've got to address it. So we're going to, we're going to, so because I felt bad last week. We reason I felt bad because I, I, I know I stepped on you a lot. I thought I really hammered you last week and I thought I got to start working on that. Uh, cause you know, there's the, what they call the active listener who, of course, listens and, and cares about your crap, which well, that's definitely not me. I'm thinking about how I'm going to cut you down when you're done yapping. Okay. So that's what I do. And I need to work on that.
2: Uh, you know what, Joe? You just keep doing you. As long as you can figure it out. Let's see. Uh, I, somebody just asked me the question because we had the over/under bet on how many beers were sold. Let's see how many beers were sold at the Super Bowl 2024. Uh, uh, let's see. By the way, uh, there was one scene of a uh, uh, good old Taylor chugging a beer. Boy, Whoa! She,
4: yeah, she is pounding. I mean, come on. It's bad enough you guys show my old girl, but get her liquored up. Yeah. I tried I, that for years. Uh, beer only was 7 or
2: $10. Wow. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. A draft of Modelo Especial, Blue Moon, Pineapple Stash, $16.99. <laughs> draft Coors Light, Miller Light, Bud Light, $14.99. A Bud Light can, $16.99. A can of Michelob Ultra will cost your manhood, but also $18.99.
4: Right, remember, remember, it does have one less calorie than uh, natural.
2: Okay. Uh, hold and on. on. Hot dog. Remember. The hot dog is $13.99. Good God. $13.99 for a hot dog? I do not have the ticket, I, I do not have the number of sales that they had. So uh, I, I will keep an eye on that though. When I was down, you know, it seems like in the last
4: two years, everything is doubled. Like when I was downtown, I was telling you last night, there's a place, the Siri family owns the Neva. They have a little place, uh, right on your halfway from the Caldeva to the El Dorado called series. It's a, it's got snack bar. And that's why they had their menu on the, uh, really push that because it's just a little, you know, it's like a Dottie's or something, uh, if you know, what that is. And, uh, Ah, uh, ten bucks hot dog, but it came with fries, and I go ten bucks. I mean, dollar ninety nine used to be the, the the food truck, the burrito used to be five ninety nine. Now it's twelve ninety nine. It just seemed like it was like yesterday that everything doubled. I, I just get crazy to me.
2: It is crazy, Joe. We will talk to you on Thursday. We'll have some sports news. We'll have you back on Thursday. You have a great day, my friend, and thank you for being here today.
4: Well, I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Ronnie.
2: All right, buddy, Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, everybody. Uh They showed Carrot Top during pregame, and God damn, he looks so bad. He does. Stack hard. Bo- oh, wait, wait. We can do this now, now that we got this first one. I took a dump at work. Yeah, i gotta say good morning. To I pooped to on the company time. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time.
0: The boss man takes my freedom and creativity. The least he can do is when I poop. Alicia,
2: I told you I'd get you. Uh, car I saw you earlier. He says 40,000 Indians flying into Vegas today for a 7-Eleven trade show. Good Lord. Uh, did you see that ice spice chick during the when Taylor was chugging her beer had upside-down cross on doing devil horns? Oh, it's all over the Internet. Oh, they're bringing in Satan. Oh, Taylor Swift is friends with a Satanite. Uh, I just... Uh, you you know, I just, come on. Cali girl. What's a girl got to do for you to bruise her cervix? There it is. Look at that. You got your walk-up music. What's a girl got to do for you to bruise her cervix? Good morning to you. Um, did I miss anything for the Super Bowl? I mean, if I missed anything, we'll go back because I watched it. I, I, I mean, I had the pregame. One of my favorite things I saw all day yesterday, though, and, Boy, it brings some nostalgia back to me. Was about five hours before the Super Bowl started. They had a uh, they had a special on on the NFL pregame show, the very very first one that was ever run on CBS with Brent Musburger, Irv Cross, and uh, some broad, uh, and uh, Jane Kennedy. That's who it was, and. I remember watching that show. I remember growing up with that show. Then they added uh, some black chick and then Jimmy the Greek. And it showed a scene, and I, I, I almost lost it, uh, where I think it was Drew Pearson was going for a pass from Jane Kennedy, and it was at the old, old Cowboys practice facility that was a block away from my grandmother's house. And I remember seeing the Days In Hotel where George Allen, the coach of the Redskins, would always book the top floor whenever the Cowboys were playing the Redskins just to fuck with Tom Landry. And to see that aluminum fence up, and that was all like today's NFL, you have, you know, you got security guards, you've got badges to get into these places, right? And back in the day, they had an aluminum fence that protected <laughs> these football players. So much has changed. Oh, my gosh. But it, it was that was really awesome to watch. The pregame shows were just long. Uh, they were fine. I, I, I didn't care about that. Uh, the ads, I, I, I think the ads missed this year, but okay. Uh, hopefully next year will be better. I don't even want to start thinking about who. Uh, next year it's in New Orleans. Halftime show is going to be terrible. I'm just telling you right now. Uh, probably L- Lil Wayne. I- I- I'm calling it right now. Lil Wayne will be next year's halftime show. All right. The phone number is 775-357-FANS. Arnie Radio one at gmail.com. You can hit me up at Mixler. When we come back, we have the 2024... Rock and Roll Hall of Fame possible inductees that you can vote on coming up next.
5: Hey, everybody. And So much better off A bit forgetful with the call And I'll try to bring That old sound back again And I may never play the r They may never hear me sing I don't dress like no Jean Autry I ain't got no tur- till the sun came up and went back down. And I still play until my fingers bleed. I guess nowadays all it takes is a pretty face and the rest you take. ¶¶¶ Cause country, ain't what country used to be. And I may never play, the opry ¶¶¶ breathing may never hear me sing. I don't dress like no.
1: Said I'll love you till I die She told him you'll forget in time As the years went slowly by She still preyed upon his mind He kept her picture on his wall It in
0: 1962
1: He had underlined in red Every single I love you I went to see him just today Oh but I didn't See no tears. All dressed up to go away. First time I'd seen him smiling, you. He stopped loving her
0: today.
1: It place to reap upon. And soon they'll carry him away He stopped loving her today You know, she came to see him one last time Oh, and we all wondered if she would And it kept running through my mind This time he's over her for good He stopped loving her today She stopped loving her today
3: Well, I gotta get drunk and I sure do Dread it cause I know just what I'm gonna do I start to spend my money calling everybody honey And wind up singing the blues I've spent my whole paycheck on some old wreck Brother, I can name you a few Well, I gotta get drunk and I sure do dread it Cause I know just what I'm gonna do I gotta get drunk, I can't stay sober There's a lot of good people in town That like to hear me holler, see me spend my dollars And I wouldn't think of letting them down There's a lot of doctors that tell me That I better start slowing it down but there's more old rocks than they are old doctors So I guess we better have another round Well, now I gotta get drunk and I sure do Dread it cause I know just what I'm gonna do I start to spend my money calling everybody honey And wind up singing the blues I spend my whole paycheck on some old wreck Brother, I could name you a few well, I gotta get drunk and I sure do dread it Cause I know just what I'm gonna do Jimmy Day. cause I know just what I'm going to do. I start to spend my money calling everybody honey and wind up singing the blues. I spend my whole paycheck on some old wreck. Brother, I could name you a few. Well, I got to get drunk and I sure do dread it cause I know just what I'm going to do.
0: Arnie Radio.com podcasts are
4: around not necessarily in listeners and downloads i just mean he could stand to hit the treadmill every once in a while
0: jesus man you ever hear of a salad no all
4: right the arty state show
0: call 775-357-fans or 775 376 ez easy
2: welcome back to this post super bowl show This first hour and 40 minutes. Not to worry, not to fret. All you got to do is go to the brand new and improved ArnieRadio.com. All you got to do is join there, and you have a bevy of shows, including this one about 15 minutes after the show goes off the air. It will be up and available to you at ArnieRadio.com. Thanks again to Joe Murphy for uh, lending us his time this morning and his genius uh, to talk about yesterday's Super Bowl. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs beat the San Francisco 49ers, 49ers stuck at five. Chiefs now have, I believe, four total in all time in their history, three in the last five years. You know, a lot of people were saying, oh, Patrick Mahomes is so awesome. He's won three Super Bowls in five years. Well, I know a fellow that wore number eight here in Dallas that won three in four years and should have won four in four years. And I haven't seen what the betting odds are yet. I should have asked Joe to look into that, see what the odds are uh, of the Super Bowl champions next year. It will not be the Dallas Cowboys because they're about to re-sign Dak Prescott to a longer deal so they can use him money on the the salary cap, which I hate. And I hate Dak Prescott because the Cowboys will never win a Super Bowl with him. So next year I'll get to watch two other teams play for the Super Bowl in New Orleans yet again. Now, something else that chaps my hide each and every year, and we talk about it at length on this show, and I know that we probably shouldn't because nobody likes this thing, but the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has listed their nominees for possible new induction. Uh, That was the first Super Bowl overtime, correct? No. No. No, it was not. It was the second one. I forget. The first one was just a couple years ago, though. can see. Might have been involved with that, with the Niners. It was the first one, the Overtime too. I'm not sure. But, no, this was the second one to go to Overtime. Now, the nominees for the 20, 24 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and I am not making up any of this. I have all the artists right in front of me. We'll play a little bit from each artist. Our first artist nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Mary J. Blige. Now, uh, first OT was when the Falcons blew the lead against the Patriots. Thank you, House of Pain. Mary J. Blige, fine artist. I ain't got nothing wrong with Mary J. Blige, except for the fact that Mary J. Blige does not belong in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Now, you're going to hear me saying that a lot, especially for the first three artists. Our next artist, nominated for the 2024 20, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame,
0: me, I never Mariah Carey! your yeah.
2: Trucker James says, that's not rock and roll, goddammit. Well, neither is Mariah Carey, our second nominee. Our third nominee for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame.
0: If I could find a way
2: That's right.
0: i take back those words.
2: share. <laughs> now 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 if it were to be this one, if if it was they say we're young and we don't know. If it was Sonny and share, I still would have a problem with it because that's not rock and roll. God damn it. Andrew says, Jesus, just name it the recording artist hall of fame at this point. Do they have anyone who's rock and roll? Don't get ahead of me. Our next contestant or or nominee I should say. Someone I truly, truly hate. <laughs> I'm rocking like out here. Sweet, it's the Dave Matthews Band. So crash. So the Dave Matthews Band. The Dave Matthews Band. This is for rapey fraternity guys. God, I hate the Dave Matthews Band so much. And once again, not rock and roll. Next nominee. Now, these guys were dope at one point, but...
3: no joke i used to let the mic smoke now i slam it when i'm gonna make sure it's broke when i'm going no one gets on because i won't let nobody press up and mess up the scene i set. i like to stand in a crowd and watch the people wonder damn but think about a thing you understand i'm just a-
2: eric b and Rocky now that's old school rap that's for gangster that's before bitches and hoes that's before you know spitting money everywhere but that's eric b and Rocky. And once again, not rock and roll. That is indeed hip-hop. Now, I might make you a little happy with this one. Our next nominee. You're as cold as ice. You're willing to sacrifice our love. How about four? Can Foreigner go in? How about Foreigner? Maybe? Next one up.
0: Don't hesitate your love.
2: Peter Frampton? You want to let Peter Frampton in? So we got the two legitimate rockers, Foreigner and Peter Frampton. How about this one? <sighs> Gibby says, what about Adele? No, she didn't get nominated, Penis Face.
0: Hello. Yes,
2: hello. How are you?
0: It's me.
5: Great.
2: Super. I didn't see you yesterday.
5: I was wondering if after all these years you'd like No, I don't
2: want to meet you. Now, I like Jane's Addiction. I've seen Jane's Addiction a couple times. Not a bad group. Kind of fun to watch in concert. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I don't know. What I do know is this next one sure as fuck ain't no Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And I ain't talking shit. You want to talk about a band that's funky like a monkey?
5: Song.
2: Your it's not you. the song I Hall of Fame, though. Cool in the Gang. Nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Next up. Lenny Kravitz. Now, I know a lot of the ladies will like Lenny Kravitz to go in there because he has a large instrument, and I ain't talking about his damn guitar. The next band that's going in hasn't been a band in quite a while because the band members hate one another, yet they are still related, and I got to actually see them open for the band U2. Is going to play? Today you're gonna you. And is gonna be the day that they're gonna throw it back to you. Oasis. Noam and Liam Gallagher who hate each other? In the rock and roll hall of fame together. Probably not. Now I'm gonna tell you right now, this next one is going in. I there this person is going in and there ain't nothing you can do about it. And I I'm opposed to it as well.
0: It's been seven hours and fifty days.
2: I don't care that the song was written by Prince.
0: She took your love
2: away. Once again, at the Song Hall of Fame, the same woman ah. that ripped up a picture of the Pope on Saturday Night Live, Sinead O'Connor, nominated. I, it's hard for me to take this serious, to say that she's nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Now, this next person is in as part of a band. I don't know why it's taken so long to get in as a solo artist. But this person will get in with no problem whatsoever. right if you're sitting there going wait a second bands like nwa went in and these non-rock bands went in before ozzy ozzy he's in in black sabbath already but he wasn't in by himself already (sighs) ozzy we can put in Ozzy is metal, though. Well, so is Metallica, and they're in. Therein. Now, our last two are. <laughs> the last one just makes me laugh. Ladies and gentlemen, the second to last nominee for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this year. Hey, yo, he's having a ball. And, you know, they asked me to get on the mic, and they asked me, can I kick it? Word. Yes, can. That's right, a tribe called Quest. That's not even the most ridiculous one. Mage, good morning to you. I saw you earlier. I'm sorry I was in the throes with, uh, with, with, with Joe Mage.
6: I don't like you American. And all you American look alike.
2: Says, what the fuck? So far, it should either be Aussie or Foreigner, if it were just World. Uh, but this is Bizarre World, so my money's on Mary J. Blige and Mariah. So they usually take about five or six. So we'll we'll decipher down and see who those are, because there's one more. Get that man inducted before he bites the bullet. No shit. Our last nominee for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Out right now you hanging out with your wang out i know i am because nothing gets me more fired up and ready to mosh than saade In the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. (laughs) Andrew says, no, just no. Donald says, wow, just wow. Gibby says, stop, it's making me nauseous. Mage, it's okay, I'll always love your show and listen like a stalker. You're the only famous person I deem worthy of stalking, LOL. Well, thank you, I appreciate that. All right, so let's say they take in... I'll be generous and say they take in six people. Vote asteroid 2024. All right, so I'm gonna write this down and we'll, we'll we'll keep this we'll 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 hide this somewhere. These are my picks for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And roll Hall of Fame 2024. Somebody's got to remind me of this, Chuck. Well, Chuck, you're gone already. I know you're already teaching. Somebody's got to remind me of this. Uh, No-brainer is Ozzy. I'm going to say Foreigner and Peter Frampton. Now, that would be it for me. I, I like Jane's Addiction, but I don't know. Uh... I gotta pick three more, huh? I'm going share. Sinead O'Connor. Hmm. Man, Mariah almost cancels out Sade and vice versa or Mary J. Blige. See, I think they uh, – but you know what? I'm I, I'm giving it to Mariah. So there you go. I, my, my list is set. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame 2024. Ozzy Osbourne, Foreigner, Peter Frampton, Cher, Sinead O'Connor, and Mariah Carey. And now this gets hidden in a book, and somebody will have to remind me when the the – Names are released. If I was anywhere near right on that. Your route says after Kate Bush got in last year, all bets are off. Uh, Trucker James says you got it right, Arnie. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. Um, now, we got to talk about some stuff here. Uh Let's see, what am I, uh, you know what, I, let, let's just start with this, shall we? I, I, I hate to do this to everybody, but when it comes out, I will have to contractually play the I told you so thing. Because, as I warned you before, when people start just showing up randomly, It's not random by any stretch of the imagination. This is all calculated. This is all... They, they, They knew what they were doing. Hillary Clinton has come out and said that Joe Biden's age is an issue and is taking shots saying it's a legitimate concern for voters ahead of this year's presidential election. Now, when I say I'm going to tell you that I was right again and I told you so, I told you she was going to get involved in this election. And I don't know if she's going to be running with Gavin or... Gavin's opposing her to replace Joe Biden. But Hillary sat down last week, had an interview. Remember that, how she was laughing about Tucker Carlson? Now, why are all these people just all of a sudden showing interest in Hillary Clinton? Isn't that odd? Isn't that peculiar? For the last two and a half years especially, we haven't heard hide or hair of this woman. And now, in less than a week, she has made two prominent charges. One against K- Tucker Carlson, saying he's been fired from so many networks. And now she's calling out Joe. We're in deep water if it becomes Harris Newsom running. No, we aren't. I'm a, and, and Kamala Harris has come out this week saying she's ready to take the reins. We're starting to see all these Democrats slowly turning on Joe Biden. And by slow, I mean fucking slow. But now it's going to be ramped up. Uh, I was reading that it's too late for any Dems to run because the ballots are already printed. Oh, I, I'm sure... <laughs> Boat girl, I am sure that the Democrats will have an answer to that. I think Obama-Newsom is the strongest ticket. I Look, once again, let me, let me say this. Andrew, I know that you've been gone for a little while, and I, I'm not coming down on you on this. I'm coming down on this whole idea that Michelle Obama or Mike is ever going to run for office. She's not Hillary, okay? When Bill got out of office, what was the first thing that Hillary did? Well, the first thing she did while he was still in office was get a P.O. box in New York and become a senator for the state of New New York. So she became a senator, then quickly became the secretary of state. She has a lot of political stuff behind her and in her brain. She She's quite... I, I'm not gonna say she's qualified for the job because I don't think she is. But she has the pedigree for the job. Michelle Obama built a garden at the White House. And honestly, if the opponent, Donald Trump says anything besides that, if Michelle Obama runs, he's wasting his breath because she she she's never implemented any kind of fucking laws, not that I know that that Hillary did when she was a senator, but she knows how that whole cog and wheel works. I don't think that Michelle Obama is ever going to run. That's me. This is just me. I could be completely wrong. And if the American people, maybe it is me. Maybe it is me, and maybe I still believe too much in the American people. Maybe. Due to the fact that I don't think Americans are stupid enough to vote for Michelle Obama for president. Dems will swap out at the convention. Rules were changed for a reason. Bill- ballots are not printed until after the convention. Okay. Um, I think Newsom gets his hands in there, and, boy, I, I just don't know. I don't know if it's going to be Hillary. I, I I I don't know if it. Kamala Harris is too stupid to run. She's she's just too dumb. That, but but once again, th- this is just me. I could be completely completely wrong about it. Uh, tower life. There's a hole. There's a goal. There you go. There's your walk up. Good morning to you. Sorry you're late. No worries. I find this all just so appalling that, you you know, she's got something against elderly white men. I mean, the, the, the job that she and the Democratic Party did on Bernie Sanders, and now she's going after Joe, who, by the way, caught in a giant lie yesterday. Joe came out and did some kind of bullshit thing for the Super Bowl, some video he did, and he said he was too busy to film an interview. Well, he wasn't too busy to film that. Did the interview coincide with his nap, or was it ice cream time? My sister who doesn't really pay much attention to politics said she would vote for Michelle Obama. This is why democracy isn't a good way to elect leaders. Here you go, Douglas. It, oh, by the way, Douglas, I, I didn't play your walk-up either. I uh, saw so you... Um,
1: Screw your freedom.
2: I don't usually um, say to do this to other people. I like to do it to other people. Um, but this is your chance to show people how stupid they are. And your sister, who I don't know, and I, I'm not trying to call your sister stupid... But if she says that she would vote for Michelle Obama, ask her why. Ask her what does she have to qualify for president of the United States. Kid sniffing time for Joe. Not ice cream. It was tapioca time. My bad. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I hope Peter Doocy fucking fires this one today. I hope, I hope Peter Ducey is bringing the number one, bringing the heat right to Kareem Jean Pierre Ole Moppy. Um, so, now, is there any concern in the White House that Hillary Clinton is concerned about the age of our president? For Doug, I just read that Bob Crane actually was the drummer for Hogan's Heroes song. Okay. Uh,. Joe mixed up three different names last week. Two dead people and then mixed up the leader of Mexico and Egypt. Melly Mel, have you seen Weekend of Bernie's video? I, I, I have seen it. It's pretty fantastic with Joe in there. By the way, everybody who says that Britney Mahomes in a red outfit look like Britney Spears in her red leather outfit, shut your fucking mouths. Britney Mahomes needs to change her name. She does not look anything like Britney Spears did in that red red leather outfit. That's blasphemy. RK Jr. apologized to his family after his Super PAC paid $7 million for ad echoing Uncle JFK's 1960 commercial. She's a nice person. There you go. That, that's why you should be voting, because they're nice people. Ah. Uh. One more reason to repeal the 19th. <laughs> all right. So Hillary has come out and pretty much fucking just shat all over the president, which I don't have a problem with. Speaking of the president, we have this dipshit coming out now and talking. Um, I really hate this human being, uh, and I, he would be on my my if I was dying he would be on my world assault tour, and that's Michael Rapaport. that. because I'll well, acknowledge
4: s- yeah. that you know that one thing about the Charlottesville that 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 I ranted about. Yes, and I was wrong about the both sides thing.
3: Yeah. yeah, and, but, so and I was respect- respect- so irresponsible, and I respect. Let me, let me, let me, Wait, let me let me, let me hear him out. Hang on, yeah. go a little bit more. What do you mean by that? You were wrong on that.
1: No, because he said the, the both sides. You know, there's good people on both sides, and when you see the full quote, yeah, yeah, it, that wasn't what what he said, and and and, you know, I I ranted on him hard for that, mm-hmm. hard. There's some video about it, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I ranted hard because I was like, what are you
4: talking about?
1: You mean this one? They were people protesting very quietly the taking down of the statue of Robert E. Lee. People that were very fine people on both sides. And I'm not talking about the neo-Nazis and the white nationalists because they should be condemned totally. But you had many people in that group other than neo-Nazis and white nationalists,
2: okay? This is what we call Michael Rappaport sure why that comment was for me, Plankton. Wasn't Hogan Heroes your walk-up music? Yeah, it was, but he doesn't know that. Uh, but but it was only Hogan's Heroes for the uh, screw your freedom thing. Tower Life says RFK Jr. was caught on Epstein's plane with a bunch of kids he randomly didn't know. He said he took the kids and his family looking for fossils. Yes. So you're starting to get all these lefties that are coming out going, Well, you know, uh, um... Enough's enough. You know, we're we're tired of Joe. We don't we, 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 we need something else. We we need our money to actually work for us because this inflation is now starting to get us. Yeah, screw your freedom, but it has the Hogan's Heroes music underneath it. Nitro Junkie says Rapport is nothing but a liberal douchebag, yeah. Or is Hillary making a play, not Mike? I think Hillary is Dan. Hillary came out and is questioning the, the president's age. Now, the people that will be voting this year, at least I hope these morons don't vote, happened over the week in Florida. It's not really a Florida story per se, but it just shows the stupidity and the level of stupidity of people to support this. Trans activists are blocking DMVs across Florida to protest the requirement for biological sex on their driver's license. They're protesting the fact they want to put they, what they identify as. Now, if there's anywhere on my my, my driver's license in another room right now, so I, I can't see where it says sex or how I how I identify I identify uh, as a god. There, there nowhere on there is deity. And you people want to put in your zim-zam, whatever, per, you know, fucking descriptions you have of yourselves. And they're laying in front of DMZs with cardboard tombstones up. Hey, dummies. Hold on a second here. I, I, I need to make something abundantly clear. Um... Dummy. Yeah! Yeah! <sighs> Driver's licenses and driving on the streets of America is a privilege. You see, You don't have a right for a driver's license in this country. So you have to play by all their rules if you want to get a driver's license. Now, I do believe that you have to have some sort of ID. And if you want to have a Sam's Club ID, if an officer pulls you over and you want to put on your Sam's Club ID that you're some sort of houseplant or you identify as a goldfish, more power to you. Don't these douchebags have a job, get to work, assholes? No. No, they don't have jobs. They have, they, they're waiting on their government check. These are all people that have their fucking hands out. Either that or this is their job is to become a political protester. There are groups out there that will pay people to do this. To me, this is just stupid. This is not on the same stupid level as gluing yourself to a a picture or a a painting to to say we need to stop petroleum now as you're wearing a, a plastic vest, which I find to be heartwarming that you're wearing plastic at that time. Um... I believe I figured it out over the weekend. And it's going to take a worst case scenario. And I hope y'all hear me out. I keep asking the question on this show when are we going to have enough? when are we going to have enough when are we going to say enough is enough well I figured it out figured it out over the weekend and um, I got to say it's going to happen if this election is stolen if this election does not go the way that America needs it to go and that is to get Joe Biden out of office I don't care I don't care if RFK jr wins the main job is to get this current administration out of office the sooner the better. There's a guy who's going to be uh, interviewed today as part of the impeachment hearings against Joe Biden that's supposed to have a bunch of smoking guns. We'll see. But if on November 3rd, we hear that Joe Biden has won reelection, Well, y'all done fucked around, and now you're going to find out. That's what I think happens. I think the responsible people that have jobs, that don't go and do this kind of stuff, are finally going to say no. Because I'm here to tell you. America, let alone the world. I, wa- I want you to look at the problems in the world right now. I want you to see all the wars that are happening in the world right now that weren't going on between 2016 and 2020. And why are those going on? Is because America is not at its strongest. Because America allowed these things to happen. Because we are no longer feared. I don't even think that America is respected as far as the rest of the world goes. And that's fine. I want the fear back, and the fear will come back when upstanding Americans stand up and say enough. These people, the, the, these yes, I said it, these people who park their cabooses in front of the DMZ or DMV, well, I, I'm afraid they're probably going to get run over day after election day. It's gonna be ugly. I'm not calling for violence. I'm I'm the last person to say vi- well, unless it's me personally and I want to you know beat the hell out of somebody. But last night's Super Bowl is a great example. Here's Budweiser. How how much were the ads for this year's Super Bowl? Like ten million dollars for thirty seconds. million for 30 seconds. So the Bud Light Clydesdale commercial, I think, was a minute commercial. So that's $20 million they paid there. The Super Bowl party one was another $10 million, but I don't know how much they had to pay people like Peyton Manning and Post Malone to be in there. They paid in there. This is after they lost $30 billion last year due to a fucking error in judgment promoting this trans lifestyle. When the right side sees that, oh, okay, our monetary stuff didn't bring you down, our monetary withholdings from your companies didn't bring you down, well, now we're going to get ours. And those little dust-ups that y'all had in the streets of 2020, those little BLM marches, those mainly peaceful protests, this is what I will say about the right side. The right side isn't going to hide behind, it was a mostly peaceful protest. This is an angry, rioting group. Once again, ways you can tell January 6th was not really a right-wing organized plan. The Capitol building is still standing. Just wait and see. And God, I I don't want it to happen either. I really don't want it to happen. <sighs> All right. I'm gonna. You know what? I'm I'm gonna take a break. I'm gonna take a break here real quick before I have to do this next drop that I have to play because it's so fucking maddening. Joker. Man, I had
0: my shit.
2: I stand, bro, big time. Uh, what are we going to do when Biden gets reelected? Not a thing. We're just a bunch of fat pussies. We'll just roll over. Nope. Stick our ass in the air. Come fuck us. This country is dying spelled right. Ten million can feed, clothe a shit ton of people instead of doing a Jesus commercial. Just saying. Seven seven five three five seven 357 fans is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. You can always hit me up on Mixler as well.
0: 857-FANS seven or 775 376
2: uh, Give me likes the Molly Hatchet in the morning. Glad you like that. Tower Life says I'm a Republican in California. Want to run for office for school board. So logically, I registered as a Democrat. For the first time in my life, I got five mail-in ballots. The plan is to play their sick game until I'm in. I just need to look like a Democrat on paper because that's all they care about. Well, there you go. Good luck to you there. There. It, and, and that's the way, honestly, that's the way it has to, that, that's the best way for it to change. I know I talk about this all the time, and I've told you already, in 2024, it's the most important election of your lifetime. But in 2026, that next election will be the most important of your a lifetime once again. Every, every new o- election is the most important of your lifetime. And I don't think enough people in this country realize that. Uh, we don't get a huge voter turnout, especially in non-presidential years, because it's not sexy, okay? I use the term sexy because it, I'm not talking about actual sexiness. I'm talking about that's what everybody wants. Everybody wants to vote for president. But that's just that, that, that's that's the bells and whistles, okay? What you need to do is change things from a local aspect, and then a statewide aspect, and get the right people in there involved in your state first and then your country. But instead, we just sit along and go along like we always have, and I'm part of that as well. I'm not preaching down to the choir. I'm, pre- I'm a part of the choir here. It's just it, it, it's a sad state of affairs that we're in right now. And we're giving in to each and every group out there no matter what it is in this last one, I never thought, honestly, that this group, it's a group that I'm a part of, and I've been in this group my entire life, and this is the group of fat people. Now, growing up in Texas, growing up in the 70s and 80s, was different than growing up now. Back then... We had this little phrase, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt them. Okay, words would hurt our feelings, and then we would break somebody's bones. That's the way it worked. You see, we stood up for ourselves. We believed in ourselves. Even if our parents didn't, they told us to stick up for ourselves. This is why I'm so opposed to all these anti-bullying campaigns and things like that. Because bullying is needed. And I know that people out there, cringing doctors, hear me say that and they cringe when I say that. But bullies are needed in society. It's like failing. You see, we've made the world far too easy for kids, every kid gets a trophy. So they don't know what it's really like to lose. We stop keeping scores so kids don't know. We stopped taking grades. We got rid of valedictorians because it might make the dumb kids not feel as smart. Well, they shouldn't. I know for a fact I was nowhere near as smart as our valedictorian or, or our salutatorian when I graduated from high school. But those two people did not have the experience I had they definitely did not have the liver problems I had after high school. But they didn't have fun either. Okay? So this next group of people, and 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 I've been waiting for it, and they're probably going to end up on the rainbow flag somewhere, but I ain't going to be a part of it. I'm talking about you fat motherfuckers out there. Now, boy, oh, boy, I've been fat my whole life. I've been picked on my whole life for it, and 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 okay, I'm fat. Let's go. Picked on, fatty, fatty, two by four, can't get through the bathroom door. First time I ever heard that, made a kid pay. Made a kid pay. We were playing football, and it wasn't the padded kind. We were playing just regular old schoolhouse football. Kid was running right at me after saying fatty, fatty, two by four, and fatty, fatty, two by four fucking put the, put the fear of God in him. Laid his ass out, busted his lip open, because I tackled him. I used my head. Exactly, kid. My kid says I'm so violent. I'm teaching my seven-year-old granddaughter to kick ass. She's been getting bullied. I said you got to kick their ass, and they'll leave you alone. Amen to that. Now, Now, look here. Bo Girl, this is what you got to also tell them is that you're not always going to beat the bully. You ain't always going to win that fight. I sure as fuck did not win every fight I ever fought in. I wish I could go around saying that. I got my ass handed to me a few times, and it taught me a valuable lesson. You know what that lesson is? That somebody's always got your number. Where you can't walk around like a Billy Badass or a Bernadette Badass thinking that you're going to whoop everybody's ass. Now, you can think that, but you got to know in the back of your head there's somebody out there that's got my number. That's what keeps you in check. And bullies, if they know you're going to fight back, then what do they do? They go to the next kid. Why? Because they don't want the hassle. They want to move on. They don't want to fight you. Because fighting takes up time. So our next group of morons that we have to talk about is the fat people in our world. And this started last year. The, the, well, it, it started a couple years ago, but it really gained steam last year when that fat fuck cunt um, travel influencer God, I'm so tired of that fucking word, influencer. Influencers are not celebrities and celebrities... Celebrities are influencers because they're celebrities. Because four million people like you on a fucking phone app, you are not a celebrity. That doesn't mean you can act. It means you can lip sync real good or you accidentally showed off part of your areola. That's it. Uh, Good lesson about bullies and fighting in the movie Ender's Game. Okay. So here's the latest fat fuck who's come out and decided that they're going to speak their truth and their truth is full of stupidity.
6: If you have a problem with someone's fat body, because that's what it is. It's fat, um, over-spilling it into your seat. That's not the person's problem. Okay. It's the airlines problem because that's who you're paying your money for. It means they're not an inclusive company. They're not including people of different sizes. So if it's affecting you, think how much it's affecting that person. Now her response to this was that people should measure their bodies and the seats before they book a flight. Find me a flight that's size inclusive because I've never heard of it. More to the point, we shouldn't have to do that. The air companies should accommodate for everyone. Because I hate to break it to you, there's nothing wrong with being fat. And people are fat for a a variety of reasons. None of which are any of your business. Oh, really? The airline's business. So if you have a problem with fat people taking up your space, we have a problem as fat people that space isn't given to us in the first place. So perhaps it would be more beneficial, instead of doing fatphobic TikTok videos, to use your thin privilege and... Mention Uh-oh. that to the airline that it's affecting everybody.
2: Okay, all right. Thin privilege. Lisa's watch. These assholes are gonna have a fatty section. It ain't gonna happen. It's not cost. It, it's not cost effective for the airline. Uh I fucked a few fat patty fatties in my day. We need a fat girl uh girls in recession. That's how you avoid paying rent. Actually, that's intellectually dishonest. You are taking up quite a bit of space. They're fat usually because they have zero self-control. They stuff their face and eat unhealthy foods by choice. Entitled twat. Wow. Now look. I've been fat my whole life. (laughs) Joker says thin privilege. Come on, man. I've heard it all now. Yes, you have. When I fly, I can fit in one seat. I can. I don't necessarily spill into other seats. Now, I don't like waiting because I'm an impatient person, so we tell them I have some kind of fucking... adverse effects when it comes to flying, so they let me on the plane first, and usually when the gate person sees me, they say, hey, would you like an extra seat? And they'll give me a voucher for an extra seat. And of course, I'm going to take it. Why? Because I don't want to sit next to anybody. That's why. Soros started this shit. He's saying that people call him fat. He's not chunky, so he's uh, been worried about it. I told him do something about it, but also ignore some of it as well because he's going to grow into his body, especially being an athlete. When did 10-year-olds have body image issues, especially boys, seriously? Hey, I was called fat at 10. Other kids call you fat. And you know what, Sawyer's dad, you're doing right by him. The greatest thing that my dad ever did to me, and it was early on, it was around 8 or 9, I came home crying one day because I was teased about being fat at school. Because you're eight or nine. You're a kid. Of course you're not going to like being teased. And my dad looked at me. The man who I worship, even to this day, being dead for almost eight years. He looked at me and he says, Arnie, you are fat. Either lose weight or do something about it. And I started to do something about it. I used my comedy. I used my words against them. I eviscerated them with my tongue. I tore them down to size. And I still continue to do that today. I don't want to eat healthy food. You know why? Because my choice, once again, like this fat fucking cunt here who just went on this, this crazy spiel, it's my choice to drink as much Dr. Pepper as I drink. It's my choice. This weekend, I made an amazing Neiman Marcus cake. Oh, my mother would have been so proud of this one. And it I, all it is is, uh, if y'all want to know, a Neiman Marcus cake is a uh, yellow or white cake mix. I use white because white is right. That's what my mom always told me. You make a cake, you make a lower batter, level of cake, and then on top of that, you pour... Three and a half cups of powdered sugar and cream cheese that you mix all smooth together and then you bake it. Boy, that's fucking good. You know how bad that is for you? I don't care. It's good. I chose to make and eat that. If you can fit in the seat, on you? you're not fat. You're an average. I I fit in the seat. I mean, it's it's tight. We'll say that it's tight. I do need uh, I I need the uh, expander. And once again, once again, I did this. It ain't it ain't the airlines. Do you know what the airlines' job is? Real quick, the airlines' job is to make money. The end. You see, they're a business, you stupid, fat, British cunt. Airlines' job is to make money so they can report to their shareholders. You see, their shareholders invest money into them, which makes their company more valuable, which means they can sell more advertising, they can do this, they can do that, and they can buy better planes and do all that kind of stuff, all because of the people investing in them. But those people that invest in them want to see a profit. And how do airlines profits? By putting most asses in the seats that they can. That's their only job. That and to get you there safely, blah, blah, blah. But they're a business. It's just like any other business out there. Their job is to make money for their investors. The end. Damn, did you get that recipe from Wilford Brimley? No, my mom. Oh, I've got, I've got another one that I don't have the recipe for, but I'm going to look for it. It's my Aunt Dottie's Milky Way cake. Aunt Dottie made me a Milky Way cake one time. It had eight Milky Way bars in there. That was the greatest cake I ever had. But my God in heaven. I think that's why my teeth fell out. At least to the source dad, I have the same problem with my son, the pebble. He actually lost 20 pounds from working out a little bit more and being more conscious of what he's eating, but he's also extremely uh, active. He's taller than his big brother, and now they weigh about the same. Uh, the pebble is still stronger. Boy Kind can still rock him, though, <laughs> but the pebble is 11. It would make me so sad hearing him ask if he was fat because all the skinny uh, Indian kids at school were calling him that. i tell him they're all small and scrawny. That when they get older, they'll get bald and fat. Fuck those kids. Tell their mama to beat their daddy's ass. Winter, winter, white is bright. You're fucking killing me. Did anyone tell this cum stain that flying is a privilege, not a right? Once again, you're correct. Battleborn says it goes deeper than that. Safety, the pilot needs to know weights and balances, the plane moving fuel to different tanks, among other factors. Look for this fat bitch to come on and say, oh, these airlines need to do this. No, they don't. Hey, you live in Europe. Why don't you take a train everywhere, stupid? I don't know, get a car. If you don't like... Here you go again. This, this, This is the world that we live in. This is the world that we've created. We've allowed to be created. If you don't like something, what did we used to do? We didn't didn't pay any attention to it. If there was a store you didn't like, you didn't go to it. And what would happen six months later? That store would close. Right? Because we spoke. Now, we go into a store that we don't like and we go, we don't like the fact that you don't have this. So instead of shopping somewhere else, like a mile away, I'm going to organize a picket sign and I'm going to pick it in front of your store until you start selling this. It's absolutely positively entitled. We have all become so spoiled. And I say all of us because we all have. And and the world made it that way for us. Let's go back to when when y'all were in high when we were in high school, okay? Let's go back in time. Maybe not when I was in high school because I'm a thousand. But do you remember how much we used our brains back then? To this day, I can still remember Tommy's phone number, my grandmother's phone number, my mom's work number, my phone number. If you were to ask me what I think I have maybe two numbers memorized now, and one of those is bratty kids, and I believe the other one is mine. I don't know anybody's phone numbers anymore. And we used to remember everybody's phone number. We don't do that anymore because the world has made it easier for us in the cell phones. I just pick up and hit somebody's name, go up, there it is, there's Joe Murphy, boom. Unfortunately, airlines are more worried about diversity now. Well, I know United is. I don't. I don't think the other ones are. Well, I I can't say the other ones aren't yet. But well, we'll I think I know United's on the fast track on that whole diversity bullshit. Diversity is going to kill America. I I know it, it's what America was founded on was diversity, but now we're making things to where diversity has to be a part of it. You have to hire so many, whatever this group is now, instead of hiring someone possibly from that group because they qualified for the job. I used to be around 150, uh, less when I was drinking, now I'm right around 200 and no desire to lose weight because food and Dr. Pepper is fucking good, amen. Amen. Uh, I'm no way accepting of overweight kids. Kid, uh, Sawyer and his brother are not allowed in front of screens if it's not raining outside or light outside. And yes, all his friends are scrawny little shits. Sawyer wants to uh, he destroy all his little friends, but he won't and takes the abuse. All I can tell him is to work harder, and he does. But at school, he's stuck in front of his screen. It's better than public school, monastery, but kids are assholes. That's the first thing you got to know is kids are assholes. I would say fucking tell Sawyer to take the damn gloves off. Uh, I miss riding in the back of a pickup with a bunch of friends blasting music. Oh God, you can't do that now. That's fucking dangerous. You know this is dangerous. Leaving your house, actually, not even leaving your house. You know, most deaths happen inside the house. Household accidents. Were, uh, uh, we we shouldn't even be in our own homes because we could die here. And the ski- see, we such a weird storm hit America. Over the past 25 years, this storm of entitlement and scaredy catness. I'm having a hard time right now with something. Uh and and I know it's me. I know it's it, it's a hundred percent me. And I'm just gonna have to deal with it. Um and it has to do with La Roscoe. Roscoe is, is, is a delight. We get to have him today. I, I love having Roscoe at the house. I never thought I'd like to have a little kid around, but Roscoe's pretty awesome most of the time. But Roscoe has started this new thing, and I know it's because he's a baby. He's not even two yet, but he does a lot of whining. And I know babies whine. I understand that babies whine. And it fucking irks me. That he whines so much. We have little Juliet. Now, now she's got pretty sharp little teeth. But she doesn't even need to be around Roscoe. And she'll bark at him and he'll start crying. Yet he has no problem going over to Bubba and sticking his face right in Bubba's face. And I know it's 100% on me. I have to understand that he's a baby and he's just going through this stage right now. There are times I just want to look at him and and I, I because I'm under this facade for some reason that they're allowing two year olds to change their gender. Since he's almost two, he can understand everything I have to say, and I want to look at him and go sack the fuck up, little man. But I understand he doesn't realize that yet, and it's not it's not because of bad parenting. It's not because of anything. It's because he's a baby. And I know it's me. I know it's me. But I don't want him to go further down the road at this whining shit. Oh, it it, it drives me crazy. But once again, it's on me. Now, a lot of people will let their kids whine. They'll go, oh, my God, you poor baby. Here, here's a cookie. Here's a new Nintendo. Nintendo. I'm not that way. Here's a good swift kick in the ass. Uh, my boys are at Monastery School 2. Shit, I'm wondering if it's the same school. But, yeah, I'm with you 100% on it. Our boys pissed me off real good uh, going into the weekend, and now they don't get any TV or Internet outside of using it for school. They can read or go play. Good mom. I just noticed, yes, I'm slow, that people aren't supporting anything except their own personal cause. We're forever whatever is against we don't like. I hate X, so I have to support Y. When did that happen? Well, that happened because we can't be wrong anymore. Somebody said it was not okay to be wrong. I'm here to tell you it's okay to be wrong. I am wrong a lot. And you know what? See, this is the thing. I learned this a long time ago, and I still was shy, about asking girls out on dates. You know the worst thing that they can do is say no? You know that? You know when you go into a place and you ask for something, the worst thing they can do is say no? Okay, I can live with that. That, that, That's one I can swallow. I have been wrong on this show about things, and people have called me out on it, and I've done the research, and I come back on this show and said, hey, I was wrong about this. I'm okay with being wrong. See, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened, and it happened between probably 1993 and where we are now, is that you have to be 100% right on everything. And if you're not 100% right on everything, well, then you'll you'll be outcast, which isn't true. Roscoe knows Bubba, just like Hudson knows our dog Max and can beat the crap out of him playing. His grandmother's dog is a retarded German Shepherd and gave uh, Hudson a concussion last year, and now he's not a fan of that freak dog, but that's how kids are. Look, once again, Roscoe's going to be fine. He's got me. He's going to toughen up, believe me. I just ha- I just have to bide my time on that. But you see, that's because I'm a part of his life. Alicia's kids, Sora's dad, I'm not worried about your kids at all. You guys are great parents who are there, who who, who don't want your kids to necessarily win everything. You want your kids to win everything, of course. You're rooting for them, but you know that that's probably not going to happen. And if they lose at something, whether it be a wrestling match, whether it be a football game, whether it be tiddlywinks, It's not the end of their world. Why? Because they have good parents like you. You shot your shot with Natalie Golbus and took it like a man. Oh, yes, I did. Look, because the worst thing they can do is say no, and then it's repeated daily for the next 10 years at your expense, but you, you grow a little bark when you get that. I've been wrong about a lot of shit. I'm okay with that because... Being wrong, slash, failing, I will always say this, slash, losing, all suck. They all suck. Being wrong, failing, and losing are all horrible, horrible things. But they are also the most important parts of life. Because. If you never fail, you'll never learn. And when you never learn, that's when the world becomes such a dangerous place. And that's what we're seeing now. These kids that weren't allowed to fail, they weren't allowed to lose, they weren't ever allowed to be wrong. They go out into the real world where mommy and daddy aren't anymore. And the real world kicks them in the teeth, and the real world treats them like shit. And guess what? They weren't prepared for it. And the first place they go is running right back to mommy. And if mommy's no longer around, they go running to some place that they probably shouldn't. To to get away from their pain, to dull their feelings. That's the problem with America right now. Is that we didn't allow kids to get picked on. We didn't even allow kids to get beat up for the past 20 years. Why? Because it hurt their feelings. I'm here to say, fuck your feelings. Yes, your feelings are going to get hurt in life. I didn't realize that I was going to have to fucking break this monumental news that your feelings are going to get hurt at some point in life. And that's no time, like Boat Girl says, to run to Mommy's house and buy her, get her gun and shoot up the world. Uh, I don't get along with a lot of parents at our school either. Most are Bay Area transplants. Some people that are rooted in the area. The ones that have roots, I get along with the others. Depending on my mood <laughs> and the shift I had the night before, might want to not be around me or want to avoid me like the plague. I, uh, I, I I I haven't told this story yet. Uh, you remember a few months ago, I went in get some uh, kratom. And uh, I ran into this little fella named uh, that I I deemed Little Jesus because he looked like Jesus. And his gal cut in front of me at the store, and I said, oh, no, no, you're far too important. You go right ahead. And she got all mad. She called me an asshole, and then Little Jesus said he wouldn't serve me because I was rude. And I called him later, and I kind of threatened him a little bit, but not really. Now he gives me a discount. Well, last time I was in there, before the playoffs, before the Cowboys lost in the playoffs. Or it might have been right after. And I've worn a Cowboys jersey in there, and the kid decided to spark up a Cowboys conversation with me. And he's a moron when it comes to sports. And and he was talking about Romo, and I was like, well, Romo sucked. I mean, he never got to the Super Bowl, didn't win more than two playoff games. He's like, yeah, well, I believe in Dak. And I just looked at him, and and I've stopped. I've stopped with the filter when it comes to absolutely stupid things. I can't stand anymore. I looked at him and said, you're stupid. (laughs) And he kind of looked. I go, Dak Prescott's never going to win a Super Bowl. He's not good enough. He'll never win. Well, he's pretty good. I go, he might be pretty good, but he'll never win a Super Bowl. I'm done. I'm done fiddle-farting around with people. I'm done. You say something stupid in front of me, guess what? And you believe it and you're trying to sell it to me, I'm calling your ass out on it. Anybody who were to come up to me and say, I think Michelle Obama would make a good president, I could have an hour conversation with that person that I'm going to make them feel an inch tall when they're done. And I will not feel bad about that whatsoever. Uh, Let's see, Sawyer bitched about his five-year-old brother hitting him. I told him it's karma. I told him when Hudson was small that he'd uh, get him back. Now he does. I have to tell Hudson not to beat up Sawyer. I also have to stop laughing with him, too. I would love I would love to go to one of these fat conventions. I know I could get in. I'd have the biggest arms there. Yeah. Um I would love to go to one of these conventions and tell the women like this to shut the fuck up. Hey, dummy. I would have to have this sound effect with me. I would record it in my phone. Dummy. Yeah. Yeah. You big dummy. Super dummies. Yeah. Shut up. The airlines don't owe you anything. You know what the airlines owe you? If you buy a ticket, they owe you one seat, and they owe you to get you there in one piece. That's it. That's all they owe you. They don't need to make it comfortable for you. Hell, they don't have to serve a beverage to you if they don't want to. They don't have, they can charge you whatever the fuck they want for your baggage. I was trying to get us in the Shingle Springs campus because it's close to us, like two miles, but we got this one, okay. Nitro says, Arnie, I second that. I'd love to go into one of these fat conventions and say, sit down and shut up. You motherfuckers have done this to yourselves. And before anybody says they have a thyroid issue or some bullshit, look, do you know why I could eat a whole bucket of KFC? Because it's good. That's why. It's delicious. I can think about the grease on my fingers right now and almost get fucking wood. Almost, because that'd be weird. You know why I made a ribeye yesterday and a baked potato? Because it was delicious. It tastes good. Is it nutritious? Yeah, it's a little bit more nutritious than eating a whole bunch of cake like I've been doing. But it's good. I got a thyroid issue, too. We all got excuses. The excuses are now... uh, we no longer have the word excuse. Oh, oh, that's that—that's their truth. Oh, I have a thyroid issue. Motherfucker, you ain't got a thyroid issue. You have a I don't want to put down the haagen issue. And I have that issue too. I know for a fact that I could drink Dr. Pepper Zero and probably lose some weight and be fine. But you know what? It don't taste as good as regular Dr. Pepper. It's not bad. It's not horrible. It's not like the old blue-can diet Dr. Pepper, or as they called it, sugar-free Dr. Pepper. It ain't good at all compared to regular Dr. Pepper. So I'll continue to drink the regular Dr. Pepper. Do we have haagen No, we don't. We're a Bluebell House. I made venison Philly cheesesteak sandwiches for Super Bowl yesterday. They were so greasy and terrible for you, but fuck, they were good. Exactly. And this fat broad doing this fucking video. Think about what you, you know, I watch one of those shows. I really, I, I love watching the weird mothers and daughters shows and the sons that are too close to their mothers. I like those shows. And the sisters that finger one another, I, I like those shows. The fat people shows I don't like. I don't like the fat ones. My 600-pound wife or my my 1,000-pound my sister or whatever the fuck those are. I ain't got no time for those. I watched, I've watched one of those shows one time, and I got to tell you. What is this Dr. Pepper you speak of? I was told Poppy is the future of soda. Well, yeah, if you want to be addicted to heroin, they're going to come after me. Please don't mention that we're made with heroin, because we're not. <laughs> Smothered. Sometimes I think about riding thyroid on my ice cream so I don't feel guilty. Then I eat the ice cream and don't feel guilty. Brother, I love me some Dr. Pepper, too, but I'm telling you something. I quit drinking soda, dropped 40 pounds. Hey, good for you. And that'd be great. I don't, have, I don't want to stop drinking Dr. Pepper. I don't think the world wants me to stop drinking Dr. Pepper or chewing tobacco. Because, you see, I gave up drugs and alcohol. And let me tell you, if you were to say that I could live the same monetary lifestyle and I could I could do drugs and alcohol and I'd have to give up Dr. Pepper in Copenhagen, well, I'd be back on drugs and alcohol in about a second. And I'd probably be cheating and having Dr. Pepper on the side. Or at least R.C. Had me some R.C. Cola this weekend. That shit's good. You know what it takes. Everybody knows what it takes. Some people are, are built differently. Some people have, have fat people in their family and then they're super skinny their whole life. And then there are super skinny people that have fat children because they overfeed them. We know what we're doing. This ain't a ploy by the government. This This ain't little Debbie getting together with the fine folks at IHOP trying to ruin the world. They aren't the pharmaceutical companies for the love of God. They're IHOP and fucking Dr. Pepper. All I would have to do is sit down with this fat broad who did this video and go, okay, what did you have? Oh, I, I was talking about the 600-pound life. So I saw this kid, right? And his daddy was a part of the problem. His daddy brought him, like, four bags of Wendy's. Four bags of Wendy's. Now, I like Wendy's. I don't think I could sit and eat four bags of Wendy's. Baconator, like, double cheeseburger, chili, fries, couple of Frosties. And like three, three orange two-liter sodas. Two liters. He drank six liters of soda at lunch. Now, I got to tell you something. You know that's not right. I don't give a fuck who you are. You know that drinking six liters of orange soda at lunch Now, the motherfucker still had breakfast, which I don't remember what he had, and he still had dinner coming. All them bags of Wendy's, I wouldn't eat for two days. I quit drinking and drugs and even smoking. Don't take away my Dr. Pepper junk food. That's all I got. Amen. I will start stabbing people. You can't tell me that that kid who then had to have his daddy bathe him. And and by kid, he was like 22, 23 years old, lived at at home. He'd have to go out and get in one of them metal troughs, you know, that we used to piss in at certain sporting event arenas. He had to get into a metal trough and let his daddy wash him. But we need to build bigger seats for people like that because they don't know any better. <sighs> All right, last story here. And uh, this one has like kind of a close touch to the show. Uh, Ferdinand says, Jesus Christ, was he, was he eating on the shitter? I got to assume with that much food, it's coming out whole going in. Um, there's a new Netflix series that's about to hit or a new Netflix movie. It premieres on March 6th, and the movie is called Super Sex, and it's the story of the greatest male actor to ever perform in adult films, Rocco Cifaretti. Oh, Rocco's the king, man. And Netflix viewers are left bitterly divided over the very X-rated trailer for the new series. Well, I've got to watch it now. I've got to watch the trailer because I have an interesting story about how Rocco Siffredi and I kind of have a connection. Ladies and gentlemen, the award for Best European
5: Actor goes to Rocco Siffredi!
0: Più diventavo Rocco Siffredi, più vedevo il prezzo che avrei
2: I don't care if it's in front of me. Quando cerchi qualcosa della
0: tua vita, devi tornare sempre alla Mio fratello Tommaso era il mio maestro.
1: In mezzo alle cosce dei maschi delle femmine ci stava di Navita.
5: E questa l'energia che guida il mondo, è questa
2: qua. Give me the sex scenes now, come on.
6: Nice.
2: Alright, anyway. So Rocco Sifra Rocco Sifra is the king because he never did gay movies. John Holmes gay movies. Have to blame myself for getting bigger. 30 years of playing hockey multiple times a week. And working helped me keep smaller. I got more successful and started making more money playing less. Eventually retired from playing. Gained a bunch of weight. All my fault. I need to go back to being poor and struggling because that shit kept me thin. Or maybe it's Mrs. Trash Panda is a great cook. It could be that you go to Applebee's too much, Panda. So, the story about Rocco Siffredi is this. Rocco Siffredi is not the nicest guy if he ever watches porno movies. He is, uh, he's been known to spit in women's faces and their mouths. Not a nice move. Um, so a few years back, I'm going to share this story with you. I think I've shared this once or twice on the show. Um, way, way long time ago, we got to do the celebrity uh, golf tournament when it was in Sacramento. And it used to be it was held at Granite Bay for a while, and then one year it was at Lincoln Hills. And we were doing the, um, we were announcing the groups coming into 18. So somebody would hit their approach shot, and 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 then all the groups would be coming in. When they got close, we would announce, like, I I got to announce Dan Quayle. We got to meet um, Michael Jordan one year, which was real cool because he came up, and he stuck his hand out, and he says, I'm Michael. I'm like, yeah, I know who the fuck you are. That was pretty cool. Well, I'm calling this event, right? And, and we had gotten a phone call two days earlier on the show from a gal, and I don't remember her name. I, I don't remember her name, but she was a former porn star who wanted to go out with me. Now, I was very skeptical. And then when our research team, and this was producer Nick at the time, God bless producer Nick, he looked her up. And I, like I said, I can't remember her name. And this is a gal who had, I don't know, one, two, maybe a million mental issues. First of all, she wanted to go out with me, Problem. Secondly, um, she had retired from the adult industry. She was kind of actually kicked out of the adult industry after a couple things happened. One of those things was she was uh, dancing. A lot of these gals will will travel uh, around the country, and they'll dance, and they'll make extra money. Well, she was on stage dancing, doing her thing. Now, if you've never seen a porno star dance or uh, if you've never seen, like, you know, adult actresses or been to an all-naked place. Like, I had never been to an all-naked place until I went to Gold Club in Rancho. And I was like, oh, my God, that's a girl's butthole. Right? So, uh, this gal was doing a a set on stage. I don't remember where it was. Uh, But she, she put a gun in her cooter. That's right. The gun was placed inside her booger. And then she took it out and fired it. She shot a damn bullet. Okay, so it was a loaded gun. So they're like, okay, this broad broad's crazy. Well, a couple months later, there was a story that came out. This was after that event, which was in the research leading up to this. Uh. She had done a scene with uh, Signor Cifaretti, and Rocco was being Rocco. If you've ever seen Rocco Ravishes Prague, check it out. Rocco was being Rocco, and she didn't care for it too much. So when he uh, when he he put her head on his private areas, uh, he was quite forceful about it, and she did not appreciate that. So. She clamped down. That's right. She bit off about three and a half inches of Rocco Cifaretti's wiener. Now, they reattached it. And then she showed up at the damn golf tournament. We didn't tell her to show up at the golf tournament. I said we'd contact her because we had to do the research to see if I was going to go out with her. She showed up. And, and it was like 1985 all over again. She had one of them, and, and mind you, it was 92 degrees outside in Sacramento. She had a pair of green acid wash jeans on, high-top Reeboks. That's right, I said it. High-top Reeboks, acid wash jeans, and this oversized sweatshirt of Goofy. You know, the, the dog from Disney or, or Mickey Mouse or whatever the fuck it is. You know that old school 80s thing? And she showed up at the golf tournament wanting me to hang out with her. I was like, uh-uh. This bitch is crazy. This is after I heard about the Bobbit thing. No. But that is my connection with Rocco Cifaretti. Loaded porn pussy, finally truth in advertising. I got to oil wrestle two strippers at Gold Club. It was awesome. I'm liking this look, actually, <laughs> Alicia. You would. Uh, that is going to do it for us today, Ask Family. Thank you for being here. Uh, thank you so much uh, for Joe Murphy today. For coming in, being a part of the show after the Super Bowl. Uh, we will get back to regular programming Tomorrow. Uh, please remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, as family, please remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, adios, everybody.
5: I'm finding out how hot and old. You're a feeling I haven't forgot The love I can't unlearn You've become a memory I can't live without You'll always be a fire I can't put out I don't know a lighted candle burning up my mind at least i'm happy knowing what love's all about you'll always be a fire And that's how it should be You'd think by now my heart would know And it could set you free The things I've tried, the tears I've cried I guess there's no doubt You'll always be a fire I can't put out Don't know how fire I can't put out. You'll always be a fire I can't
4: put out. You've got to beat the man, pal. I coined the phrase I am the man. Diamonds are forever and so is
0: the Arnie State Show. You've been listening to Arnie State Show at
4: ArnieRadio.com.
3: Stop it! Stop it! Stop, stop! 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 Stop talking! Um, I I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye
2: now.
4: I am going
2: to go get laid.
6: Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Hey, hey,
1: hey. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.
6: Goodbye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished.
1: Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.